want to remind everyone to go to hankstrange.com, sign up for our email list, go through the go through the menu there. You'll find lots of cool things, links to different places that you could um, see our content on, as different as well as different ways to support us. Make sure you check that out. Lola's throwing up deals on there. All kinds of good stuff going on. Um, I think that's it. There's a bunch of discount codes you can find in uh, Lola's Deals as a menu. Also, you can go to lolasdeals.com and check okay. that out. Right? Right, Babyface? That's it. Yeah. I'm just going to start redirecting that to my YouTube channel eventually <laughs> without telling you. Oh, you better not. And then <laughs> it'll just redirect where I need it to go. You better not. Um, April Fool's Day. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, by the way, uh, the show's brought to us by Harry's Holsters. Shout out to Harry's Holsters. You can use the code Hank Strange gets you ten percent off at Harry's holsters. Um, you know that's the holster I use. Babyface uses that. Mm -hmm. We can't show you guys because you know. I think mine's downstairs. Crazy rules and stuff, but uh, make sure you check out Harry's holsters. And um, I think that's pretty much it. We've got a new guest, Big Dre three five seven. You know how it goes here, Big Dre. Come on, let's see the jazz hands, Babyface P jazz hands. I hope you guys have your big girl panties on the they should have wednesday stamped on them but if you have friday or from last have, week yeah or monday or something like that you know you might want to check yourself before you wreck yourself <laughs> this is episode listen big dre triple What's five up? 555 episode 555 Ooh. that's, that's what we're, number. i'm telling you triple five is that is that like does that does that stand for anything? I mean, if you playing a slot machine, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> All right, I didn't know. I didn't know. But it's episode 555 of the Who Move My Freedom podcast. Our guest today is Big Dre three five seven on YouTube, as well as Big Babyface P on YouTube. That's right. <laughs> Make sure Big you baby get, yeah, Big Babyface P on YouTube. Make sure you guys go. To um, YouTube, go to Dre three Big Dre three five seven and check that out. Let me see if I could roll it in here right now. I think I should have, um, I should have the YouTube pulled up here that I could. Uh, Not prepared. No, Not uh, I have prepared. it. I have it pulled up. I have it pulled up. Here we go. There we go. Boom. All right, there we go. Big Dre three five seven on YouTube. His latest video. Uh, Hank Strange, Who Moved My Freedom podcast, he's talking about it, is up there. Go check it out. Lots of other good videos uh, for you guys on there as a um, motorcycle loudly goes by. Someone's going real fast, yeah. yeah. Also, go to Babyface P. See, look, Babyface. Yes, please. I've got, your th I've got your thing up there as well. Working my way up. You see my numbers? We're getting yeah. close. 3,000, uh, uh, 3.35K. Yeah, we're almost we're making our way quick to four. Yeah. Hey, I'm trying to catch up with Babyface. So Y'all need to hit that button. Yeah. So go to Big Dre, smash that right button. Now. That's the way to do it. Everyone, everyone watching right now should go over there and subscribe. So you know what's a weird thing that I want to get into? I was looking at um, one of your videos from my iPad, Big Dre, and it said uh, you had 8.7 million subscribers. That's pretty. Man, that would be nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm serious. Nice. Let me see if I can roll it in here for the people. Was it? Was I just reading it wrong? No, eight point one seven million. Let me see. I'm gonna roll it in here. Man, that's the way to live. <laughs> I want to find out who made that channel. So, yeah. <laughs> this is from this is from my iPad. This picture right here says Ower Armament Anubis two two four prototype, 
Big, we're going to talk about that. And right there, it says Big Dre 357. And below that, it says 8.17 million subscribers. Uh, you hear that manufacturers out there that need somebody to review <laughs> your products? I did a close-up. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, what is the deal with that? <laughs> what is that all about? How does that happen? How did you accidentally know. get all them subscribers? Man, I bought them. Oh, that's a lot of money, man. That's a, that's a lot of money if you do. What is going on with Buckshot? Marley, Marley left to go pick up dinner, and he's he's moping right now next to my feet. Yeah, but that's a there's a I saw a chart about when your dog is in different positions. So that position right there means Ooh. something. When you know when your dog is uh, in that particular, we got to look it up. We got to get the chart. <laughs> he's that's he's waiting for her to come back with food. Aren't oh, you? he's just patiently oh, he, waiting. For, he's listening to me. He's got his yeah. ears back. Patiently waiting for dinner. That's right. There you go. Shout out to uh, Neckbone. Buckshot, <laughs> a.k.a. Neckbone on the Neck. thing. Yeah. Big Dre, you have any pets? No, I had a pit bull named Diamond. I used to breed him. And uh, Diamond was my, that was my, my main one. Okay. And I had okay. her for 12 years. And when she mm. passed away, I hadn't had one since. I'm yeah. going to be a mess. When this dog dies, I'm going to be a total wreck. Hank knows. Yeah. It's going to take I, me I'm not going to lie. I was in the floor like a big baby. Because mm-hmm. she died, she died while she was sitting there in my hands and stuff. Ah, uh, uh, it's yeah. it's gonna wreck me for a yeah. long time. I'm gonna dead. try to t- deep breathe right now so I don't get into a, a mode. Yeah, because Hank's dog <laughs> just passed. What a couple months ago? Yeah, a couple months yeah. ago we lost Sailor. Babyface was there, man. That was pretty tough. Mm-mm. It's a good thing like Babyface it. was there, like uh, helping us get through that because that was. I like it. Yeah, that was pretty. That was pretty. And Neckbone was there too. Yeah, Nick, he, yeah. Buckshot's a, a good dog. Yeah. I used to like it when you were on the range and he would go walking across the range. He'd be like, hey, <laughs> he, get out of yeah, here. Yeah, he does <laughs> it. So I, I, I talked to um, a social media friend of mine um, mm-hmm. trains military dogs, uh, like the, uh-huh. the military bike dogs that jump out of planes and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, I was talking to him about, do do I need ear pro for the dog? Because Buckshot doesn't seem to give a crap about us shooting around no. him. Mm-hmm. Basically, yeah, basically he was like, yeah, if he doesn't care about the loud noise, it's not going to bother him. Don't worry about it. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, he's not, he's not shy about being around guns at all. Yeah. My was like that. She didn't, she didn't mind loud noises. Yeah, and it, he he's the type of dog that charges into the fight instead of running away from the mm-hmm. loud noise. Oh, last night Marley got up and was putting laundry in. It was like 1130 and he was passed out under the covers mm-hmm. and he heard somebody he didn't realize it was Marley downstairs scuffling around and he zipped as fast as he could out of the covers down the stairs and just started barking like mm-hmm. somebody was breaking into the house. Yeah. But no, he's, uh, he's Buckshot the kind of thinks in Buckshot's mind. Oh, he's he's, he's a, a big freaking, scary. Uh, German Shepherd or something. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, in reality, uh, what is yeah. he, what is he a mix of again? I don't know. He's we think t- he's a we think he's a lab mixed with a Jack Russell. Okay, but he, so his size is like ratter size. I'm gonna say. Yeah, yeah, he's what? more like a Jack Russell size. Did you say a lab mixed with a Jack Russell? Oh yeah, he's got the energy and the, the drive Russell. to hunt like a Jack Russell, but he's, he's definitely a lab got Russell. a lab Russell. He's got the toes, <laughs> the web toes of a lab. He's got the face of a lab. How the hell does that happen? We picked uh, him up the from the birds pals. of the beast. The birds yeah, of the beast. Yeah, he's <laughs> cool. What do you mean? No, that part. I'm talking about physically. That's like you know. What <laughs> in that relationship? Yeah, who was the top? Who was the bottom? About the lab taking a nap or something? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Okay. So listen, let's uh, get into this. Big Dre, tell the people about yourself. Like how, you know, what's your background? How did you start doing this? How do you start doing the YouTube thing, etc. man? I mean, really with YouTube, I just like everybody else, you know, you got to have an account to watch videos. Mm-hmm. So I just started watching videos and then every now and then I would make a video and mm-hmm. just throw it up. And then, um, I bought this pistol. It was, um, the Taurus PT-840C. And I couldn't find any videos on that gun. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to make my own video. Mm-hmm. So I put it up. That video's got like 20-something thousand views or something like that. Nice. Sweet. Sweet. Yeah, so I was like, okay, I'll just make a video every now and then. And so I just kept going. And finally, I was like, you know what, I think I want to take this more serious. So I started posting more. Then I started, I came up with a brand. I started building a brand. And then here we are now. All right. Very cool. Very cool. How long you been? How long you been in the gun scene? Uh, were, were you around gun? Uh, kind of, sort of. See, I have a past like everybody else, so I've owned guns in the past, you know. And uh, oh, now, we don't we uh, don't discuss that. An <laughs> <laughs> open company. <laughs> That's cousin Bob. We don't talk about him. <laughs> <from the Yeah. laughs> yeah, you know, I wasn't exactly old enough at the time. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you're in Tennessee, right? Right, right. Okay. So you've have you always been in Tennessee, or? Yeah, I was born and raised here. I lived in Arizona uh, in 2001. I got there September 5th, 2001, mm-hmm. and uh, I came back to Tennessee in 2002. I've been here ever since. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. So I mean, Tennessee's been relatively open, I think, when it comes to guns, right? Yeah, kind of. Not know. when you when you gang banging there. You know. oh. oh. <laughs> wait, wait a second here. Do we have to deep dive into this? Were you were you in were you in a gang or something in the past? Yeah, back in the day. Back in the days. Okay, how old are you? Can we? I'm forty four. Forty four. Okay. All right. All right. So, how'd you make that lifestyle? I've yeah. always been curious about that. Yeah. Do how'd, I you, know? how'd you go ahead? Go ahead, babyface. What was your question? No, that's what I was asking. How'd you how'd you make it out of that lifestyle? Because I hear it's tough to get in and tough to get tougher yeah. to get back. My out. question is how you got in. Yeah, but those are, <laughs> those are two good questions right there. How'd you get in? How'd you get out? Really, some of the people I know helped me move into that situation. Mm-hmm. I mean, getting out, you never really get out. There's really only one way out. So I just chose not to participate. That's mm-hmm. good. Okay. All right, and there yeah. was there wasn't like any. Um, big negative feedback from you getting out? I don't talk to anybody anymore. Um, okay. I don't associate with anybody anymore mm-hmm. that I had in that past, you know. Okay. People were upset, but they weren't like, you know, I, I wasn't like I was like, you know, get me out, beat me out, whatever. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, look, you know, at oh. a point. Oh, wait, chill. are you trying to say, okay, I know you get jumped in, so they got to beat you up when you go in. You got to get beaten up when you come out too? It's either that or get killed. <laughs> oh. Yeah, kind of white dude, no more than you. That's right, no, right? <laughs> those things, those things preclude me. <laughs> oh man, you know, uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not down with that kind of stuff. D. Graham says, "What's up to you?" He says, "What's up?" Um, I, I'm yeah, sure. That's my you... last brother. Oh, okay, all right. Um, that's your what brother? Did you say? My last brother. I'm a mason. Oh, okay. All right. Cool. Oh, cool. Nice. Yeah. So if you've got if you see any of other folks here in the chat, I'm, I'm not sure if you can see the chat or not. But no, if, you see, if you see any of your other folks out there in the chat, you know, or just, you know, we'll 
I'm looking at the scroll. We'll uh, we'll let you know some of those. Thanks to everyone who's coming over here right now. I just want to remind everyone as you're coming in, smash the thumbs ups, okay? We appreciate that. Um, I carry my revolver in single action. Says laugh out loud. Not every gang jumps people in. There's lots of different kinds of gangs, I guess. <laughs> I went so I went to a rougher high school. I'd say, I'd say it's one on the rougher side of like the high schools in Tampa. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I never. I knew about all like the gang activity and stuff, but it was never obviously part of it. Oh, was there big uh, gang activity in Tampa? There are. There's some, but mm-hmm. um, uh, they're on other parts of town from where I grew up. So yeah. I, again, never really yeah. worried about it. I'm sure we got gangs here in Gainesville too. Yeah. But the Temponian warriors. I don't know. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what the, it sounds like a cool name. I don't, <laughs> um, I got a, he's from Apopka, Florida. He was in this uh, gang called APK, Apopka, Piru killers or whatever. Oh uh, yeah. Every, every city's mm. got their own little, little groups like <laughs> yeah. That. Oh, absolutely. Uh, unfortunately, gangs are everywhere. Uh, like neighborhood associations, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think originally, originally they did some good stuff. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think it had good roots, I guess. At some you know, point I in think the neighborhood beginning. associations are probably worse than gangs because they like get up your ass about cutting your grass or taking your uh, trash yeah. cans in on time. Yeah. HOAs are, are terrible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I refuse to live in a neighborhood with an HOA. Yeah. I've done it. We have, we have one that you pay we pay like a hundred bucks a year and basically we just our na- small neighborhood maintains the dock that's on the lake that's pretty much it but yeah there's, yeah he yeah, that, he's a big baller <laughs> baby face p yeah on the yeah lake. i'm just throwing out the. Yeah. he's got a big <laughs> yacht he goes out there on the lake sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> he's got docks and whatnot well yeah we have we have one dock for the neighborhood on the lake yeah it's a little itty bitty dock yeah, I think I've seen one person in your neighborhood with a boat. We so a bunch of the people that like so we obviously we don't well no we don't even back up to the lake. There's like property between there's like watershed property between us and the lake itself. Mm-hmm. Um, but the people that touch the lake have those little like dinky boats that you can like paddle around in. Mm-hmm. A lot of them have those things or canoes and kayaks. Mm-hmm. But I wish I wish we were a little closer. Then we could run like a small dock out, but. We just use the public one that the, the community has. Yeah. No, you get my big ass on one of those little boats. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Listen, people will go out here in Florida with all kinds of boats, man. A friend of mine was like, oh, I'm going to take you out on the Swanee with my... He was like talking about this like it was a yacht. And then he came up with this little tiny ass like paddle boat. <laughs> and I was like, dude, I don't think I really want to do this. But we went out there anyway, and it had a little tiny motor in it, like a little lawn mower, you know, maybe like a trimmer mower type of thing in there. Broke down. So we're just aimlessly floating down the Swanee. With, and, you know, people have real big boats on there, right? And they're just like, you idiots. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Are you one of the few black people that can swim? Oh, I could swim, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I, I swim think, like a boulder. I think in Florida... Well, I don't know. Maybe there's black people here that if you're if you live in Florida and you can't swim, there's something wrong with you. You got to train your kids to swim, please. There's <laughs> pools everywhere in Florida. There's lots of bodies of water. You better know how to swim. At least know how to float. I think I, I'm it's in Tennessee. We got streams and creeks and rivers and stuff and lakes everywhere. So Yeah. Yeah. But I'm just saying. At least know how to float in an emergency situation. How to relax yeah, your body so that you could just float. 
Yeah, I'll be screwed. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be surprised if you relax. If you actually relax, you're pretty buoyant. You could float. It's if you yeah, I tried it. I got scared. Yeah, if you panic, <laughs> if you panic, it, that's the thing. That's the thing. So, yeah, I can swim. Uh, very, very important to swim. So um, let me see. There's a couple of comments here before we uh, get into some other stuff. Uh, Brian Quick says, is Big Dre a part of the Illuminati? <laughs> so you're a Mason. He's a Freemason, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Illuminati, in effect. Uh, you know, hey, listen, you went from one gang, you know, technically, is that another? I don't, I don't want to get in trouble. I know. You better watch out. They're going to, like, show up at your door. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to get in trouble or anything, but, you know. Uh, Kathleen Music Lover says, I was in a gang of crazy housewives. I like that kind of gang. I think crazy housewives, that's an awesome gang right there. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no? <laughs> Suburban housewives are... Mm, yeah. They're lots of trouble. crazy people. <laughs> yeah. 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 Lots of trouble. Um, and then Chris Bullis says, St. Pete used to have a heavy gang present. There's, St. Petersburg? Yeah, yeah, that sounds about yeah. right. Really? There's I a rough, there was like a ritzy area or something. There, well, see, that's the crazy thing is like on the water, there's really ritzy parts of St. Pete, but then there's really, really rough parts yeah. of St. Pete. Too. Yeah, you can go from the hood to like the richest part of town. In, in like Tampa's weird. Yeah, Tampa's. Yeah. Is Tampa the biggest city in Florida? No, Miami. Miami, okay. I would I think Miami. Okay. Maybe Jacksonville. Are you talking like population or square footage? I'm just talking about sk the skyscraper wise. Yeah, maybe square footage. I don't know. I mean, Miami. Yeah, I guess Miami's Miami's kind of big. I guess Florida. I'm wondering what the actual biggest city is. If it is, it could be Jacksonville. Jacksonville's huge. Yeah, Jacksonville's number one because their square footage is massive. It yeah. sprawls like crazy. Yeah. Jacksonville, Miami, and then Tampa. Jacks okay, Jacksonville, Miami, then Tampa. Okay, Kathleen. Actually. My, uh, Tampa's not that much smaller than Miami. Miami's 490,000 population. Mm -hmm. uh, Tampa's 403,000. Yeah, that makes sense. Bigger than Orlando. I thought Orlando would be bigger. Um, Orlando's bigger with tourists. Yeah, with yeah, tourists. I guess. And, and yeah, then Disney and Universal's probably like a big chunk of that. And then housing for people working at Disney or Universal. I think it's pretty much what you got in uh, Orlando. Kathleen Music Lover says Babyface in a gang of Cuban sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to harry's holsters i see harry's holsters out there um, um shout out to everyone who's coming in smash your thumbs ups guys we appreciate that and then at the top of um at the top of the the uh chat here i pinned a link to big dre's uh youtube channel so you guys can go over there and subscribe to him let's help him uh get some people in on the channel Help him build up those numbers. James Miller, I refuse to um, comment on your comment for reasons that it might incriminate me, James Miller. I'm like, <laughs> uh, okay, I'll put it in the thing. I'll put it in the thing. Not going to comment on He's it. He's got to be talking about the haircut. What? No, I didn't hear you say anything. <laughs> I didn't hear anything come out of your mouth, Dre. I just realized you're not don't, wearing a hat. Today. Don't even start nothing. Don't start it. I was like, man, that Mohawk look kind of crisp today. <laughs> I don't know. So this is a filter. This is a filter. The filter. Yeah. Uh, with the necessity, with the necessity right. of the uh, current uh, situation. <laughs> you know, that's led to trying times. There's filters that have come out. That's all. That's probably what you guys are seeing. Otherwise, I don't know what you're talking about. 
Gotcha. Uh, Harry's holster says, I'm a white guy, grew up around water, I can barely swim. Oh, you got to take swimming lessons. Really? Yeah. What? That's crazy. See, I've seen Harry. He looks like he should be able to swim. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was like one of those guys that stays by a pool yeah. swimming. He's so practical looking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How do you have all these suits and everything and you can't swim? Right, that's, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, you better get up on some training, man. It's really, it's it's a really good idea to learn how to swim. You know, um, let's see what else I'm trying to get. Oh, he says skinny people don't swim well. What? what? I was I was a rail when I was a kid. I was a little. Have you fish. ever watched the Olympics? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't, see, I don't see a bunch of big guys like me out there. Trying it's to all long, around. skinny dudes. <laughs> like a bunch of whales out there flopping around. Big guys, you just have to picture yourself like one of those inner what's the, the inner tubes. <laughs> just put, just imagine yourself as an inner tube. You could float. Okay, flotation is very, very important. You could survive a long time if you just relax and learn how to float. I could probably help other people too. Yeah, yeah. If I can float, they can hold on to me, and they don't have to worry about drowning. Don't let anyone hold on to you in a situation like that. No, you know everybody's out there on their own. Unless it's your that type of guy. Unless it's your kids. Unless it's your kids. Here's savage. I know, right? You drowning? I can't help you. No, sorry, man. You're on your own. But this is a practical thing. A lot of times, people drown by trying to save people. Who are throw a lifeline in. Throw a yeah. throw a rope in. Yeah, or what is it called? A uh, lifesaver. Life lifesaver. Life I guess you a lifesaver. Keel, keel it off the top and. Yeah. <laughs> what, what movie? <laughs> those inner, those yeah, those round floaty <laughs> things. Is that naked gun where he like pulls one? <laughs> throw yeah. throw me a lifesaver, or is yeah. that airplane? Uh, I'm not sure. Kathleen. Oh, no. Kathleen, music lover says. Um, Actually took swimming lessons when I was a kid. Yeah, you got to take swimming lessons. What's up, man? People people skipped out on the swimming lessons? Very important. <laughs> Very important. I've heard that if you take a newborn baby and put it in a pool, that it can actually swim. Yeah, yeah. But it's a, babies have a natural reaction that holds your breath and, like, float to the surface. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have gills inside of our mouths, by the way. We have gills. We've just evolved away from that. I'm serious. Why are you putting your hand in your face, baby face? So did you see that thing about the You're trying to say this is fake news? This is for real. Yeah. Human that's why I wasn't even saying that. No, like, human beings not. have gills inside of their, in the top, the roof of your mouth. Have you ever noticed if you move around up there with your tongue, you'll feel the gills, the leftover gills? Uh, uh. Okay. All right. Whatever. I'm going to look this up now because I'm pretty sure this is a thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty a uh, hundred, maybe thirty percent sure this is true. <laughs> I'm between a hundred and five percent, maybe five percent, maybe a hundred percent. Razor JB says, uh, "Big Dre, a traveling man." Yes, sir. There you go. That's babyface. That's code. It's code. That's a Illum- that- that's Illuminati code right there. Nice to meet you, brother. Is that, okay, I've never, I've never heard that one before. Traveling man. Okay, I'm gonna have to look that up. You're gonna get him going down so many conspiracies. Yeah, I'm just gonna go down rabbit hole after rabbit hole. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let me see. I'm looking this up. Leftover gills. Someone has to help me out here with this. You're probably the only human being on Earth that's ever heard that. Yeah. Um, it's got to be there. It's got to be there. 
there's something if you you know in your mouth there's there's there you can feel it. There's little gills in the the, the roof of your mouth. Okay, whatever. I'm gonna move on from this. You guys. <laughs> It's, this will be proven. This will be proven at some point. At some point. Okay. Kermit loves bacon. Kermit loves bacon. Don't know what you're talking about. Edward Andrews. Don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Kathy Music Lover says Corona filter. Yes, Kathy Music Lover has it. <laughs> uh, uh, John Pearson says Lola must have cut it in his sleep. Oh, God. Oh, no. I'm not. Can I tell you something? In this. Unnatural. One of the bad things that's happening during this whole thing is due to a letting their wives cut their hair. No, don't do it. I, if it got to that point, I, I would tell Marley just take a pair of shears and just buzz it. Yeah, it'll if, grow uh, back. Yeah if, you're going, yeah, if you're going to a buzz <laughs> cut or baldy, that's easy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Man, my hair cuts coronavirus. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's intricate haircuts. I don't think so. Don't yeah. do it. Just wear a hat. That's how you roll. Especially you, you be having doggone portraits and stuff around your head. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, Lola like cutting that oh, in I'm with not a straight letting, Yeah, I'm not letting Lola try to put designs <laughs> in my hair, man. No way. Yeah, that's one person who I know will put you know like kick me or something like that. <laughs> right in the back of the head. Yeah. Um, Don't worry, it's almost done. It's almost done. Yeah, so let's see. Um, where's Walter? Someone's asking about Walter to see if Walter's watching this. Has no one found evidence of the human gills yet? <laughs> so it's an <Yeah>. exist. <laughs> Walter says, All right, Mr. Alien, you ain't got no leftover gills. <laughs> and Brian Craig says, That New York public school education. <laughs> Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Harry's holster says quarantine is rough when you know Hank is just watching Waterworld over and over. <laughs> oh boy. I'm telling you, it's a thing. I will find evidence. I can't run the show at the same time and find this evidence. So, Babyface, you need, you need to research this, Patrick. I'll get right on oh, Yeah, sure. No, okay, we can't leave it up to you. We can't leave it up to you. Okay, so listen, tell us about tell us about the channel, Dre. What's What kind of stuff are you mostly doing on the channel? Just any kind of gun stuff? You have a specific direction you're going in? No, I just kind of, like, I do a lot of product reviews. So I've been fortunate to be able to partner up with some companies. Nice. I work nice. with like Indian Creek Design, Streamlight, uh, Timber Creek Outdoors, and I've been able to you know put together some partnerships and build some guns. Uh, if you look on my channel, you'll see a video for a gun called Project Bama. That was done with Timber Creek. Okay. They pretty much did their whole build kit mm -hmm. to help with the project. Uh, I worked with uh, uh, Smoke Composites and built a gun. Um, pretty much all carbon fiber AR. Okay. It looks like you're getting into building your own gun now. I see uh, yeah. you've got your own uh, firearms company, I guess, Ower Armament Anubis. Yes, sir. The 224 prototype. There's yes, a video sir. on it here. Um, and then also, I know it's in the background there, but if we go, if you go to the channel here, you can get a closer look at it. Um, so you're, you're actually becoming a manufacturer here, right? Right. Nice. So you're, you're going through the process of getting your FFL and... Yeah, I'm going after um, a seven with a SOT. Nice. Uh, are you are you running it out of your home? Do you have a shop? Like, how, how did you figure out 
How are you handling that? Um, right now, I'm just going to be doing everything from my home because um, it's just going to be me. And then and, uh, the initial rollouts, once we get everything settled with the FFL, mm-hmm. um, I'll be building all of them myself. And nice, so I'm not nice. going to be I'm not going to be doing like 20 at a time. I'm just going to be doing them in order. Um, but awesome, once we get to a awesome. capacity where we need a facility, then I'll move out somewhere. And um, um, as far as manufacturing the parts, um, I've partnered up with some major brands out there that do manufacturing to manufacture because I don't have a manufacturing facility. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Very cool. So tell us about this uh, this gun, the Anubis. Well, first of all, where does the name of the company OR come from? It's O-W-R. So what is um, – is that also Egyptian? Obviously, Anubis is like an Egyptian sound. Yeah, OR, it basically means light. Okay. Oh. Okay. Okay. So that's the name of the company, and then the, this is going to be the first rifle coming out from it, right? Right. There's actually two variants of it. Okay. All right. So um, you were saying before we got started here that that, that this you, you were thinking outside of the box or doing something different? Right, right. What I was thinking, you know, I was I was working on uh, building a 224 for a friend of mine, mm-hmm. a regular 16-inch. Mm-hmm. And uh, me and him were sitting there talking, and I was like, you know what? Nobody's ever made, like, a pistol version of this that I know of. So I started doing some research, and I was like, oh, man, it hasn't been done. So I started calling different manufacturers, and nobody really was really interested. And I bumped into one, and they were like, let's do it. So we started the process of coming up with the ideas for the barrel. And uh, we have a 10.5-inch barrel and a 12-inch barrel. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, um, I see that uh, Flying Rich says, I thought Ankh meant life. You said light, right? Or means light? Yeah. Yeah. So... Um, there you go. That's for Flying Rich. Kermit Loves Bacon says, looks almost like my other I just built. So there you go. Um, and then let me get, Pixamite says, Hank, I was working downstairs when I heard you say humans have gills in the top of our mouths. <laughs> I thought loud, dude, I'm with you on the aliens, but gills, ha ha ha, smash <laughs> um, I'm researching this right now. I'm researching this right now. Here, let me, let me run this in. This is an article. Uh, where is this article, by the way? Live Science. It's either live or live science. I don't know. It says, human ears evolved from ancient fish gills. What does that have to do with the roof of your mouth? Um, right. Well, see, okay, you got to realize something here. Gotta, <laughs> what am I realizing? Yeah, you got to realize something here. So if that's the intake, so the gills, the gills are up there. He's talking so if the about. water is coming in up there, it's getting processed and then going through. That's the upper gills, just the lower gills. It so, would make more sense if it went in your mouth and out your ears. This article, this article here, I'm going to send you this article here. You science, can read it. Right? You got to read it. It's science. Yeah, it's science, son. <laughs> I'm gonna send that source message. that you read that from sounded really legit too. Yeah, lifescience.co.uk. <laughs> yeah, I'm sending it to you right now. Um, <laughs> so what does this go? I'm gonna say your ability to hear relies on a structure that got its start as a gill opening in fish. A new study reveals humans and other land animals have special bones in their ears that are crucial to hearing. Ancient fish use similar structures to breathe underwater. Uh, scientists had thought the evolutionary change occurred after animals had established themselves on land, but a new look at an old fossil suggests air development was sent into motion before any creatures craw- crawled out of the water. 
So that's just part of that's part of the Gale system. You got to have entry, exit, return. It's just like air conditioning unit, man. You're getting old. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. Do do the research. Brian Quick says, "Hank, you didn't say ears." Crazy over here. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing in there that says anything about gills in your mouth. No, I know. Uh, Harry's holster says, I think Hank's trying to become the foremost expert on this theory so he can get on Rogan. Okay, no one else ever heard this theory? Seriously? I'm no. sure we evolved from some sort of fish creature, but I mean, yeah, we don't have spurs. gills. Your quote is, we humans, we have gills. We don't have gills. You have, I said you have leftovers. Leftovers. That's not what I, just, you said. I did. You said I did. We have did gills. Leftovers. Yeah, I said leftovers. Oh, I man. said leftovers in there. Brian Quick says there's actually an evolutionary theory where humans started as water creatures, came to land, and then into primates. It's not so crazy. Oh, oh. okay. I think we're developing now. We're we're evolving a little bit on the show right now. Yeah. <sighs> We'll see. Evolve. You guys will see. <laughs> There's more to this. There's more to this. Richard Bonder says, uh, CNN science? Question mark, question yes, mark. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Pixamite says, uh, P, straighten out, Hank, ears, roof of mouth, what? It's all part of the system. Your digestive system Starts at your mouth, ends from the rooter to the tutor. Wait, 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 wait. How so are you involving the, the digestive system? I'm just saying, system? that's the digest. It's a system, dude. It's a system. Gills. Where do the, the gills play in It's a system. It's a system. It's a system. Okay. So you should have just been over there with guns on this whole corona break, man. They're no. pumping something into the air around him. <laughs> they something, man. <laughs> Maybe it was a haircut. That's right. No, there is no haircut. It's a filter. I'm just Maybe. trying to tell you. It's a filter. This is a filter that you guys are seeing right now. Okay. Right. Yeah. Maybe I just can't I just can't take the filter off to show you right now. But basically the filter is permanently on at this point. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, DCG forty four says Big Dre is a fun guest and smart firearms instruction says you guys killing the theory of evolution. Oh <laughs> 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 uh, boy. <laughs> uh Jason St. Pierre says, Jesus, that mohawk is looking like an abused poodle. <laughs> oh, my God. It's the, listen, it's the, it's, it's the, head, it's the headset. You yeah. should have seen him before the filter got applied. Yeah. And Edward Andrews says, see what happens when you get a haircut. <laughs> and then yeah. CB says, respiratory system. I'm telling you, man, you can, you, you know, just you know, do the research, do the research here. I know I'm a little bit more advanced than everyone else. Yeah, Jake Delahome says Hank's theory sounds a bit fishy. Hey, hey. <laughs> do you know, do you know his last name is Delone? Not Delahome. Oh, Delahome, Jake Delahome. Oh, what did I say? Jake Delahome. It's Jake Delome. Oh. He's, no, he's always called him Jake Delahome. Yeah, why do I say Delahome? Crazy. I don't know if Jake is ever correct. I'm a Panther fan. Every time you say it, I'm like, dude, I'm going to talk out of his ass. Well, first of all, Jake Delome. Delome, Delome. Okay. Delone. It, no, that's my nickname for him, Delahome. That's his nickname from now. Delahome. That, that's what it was. Like. Oh, that's because that's all you know how to say. Yeah. Okay, Jake. The loam, Jake the loam. Jake the loam, yeah. Okay, we got it right. We got it. See, you know, I'm willing to admit when I'm wrong. You guys, however, <laughs> don't want to admit 
your wrongness in my theory. Okay. Your theory is wrong. This was an ocean planet. This was an ocean planet in the beginning. Just remember that. Now we know um, we are the people of Atlantis. Damn it. I'm from Tennessee. I'm not from Atlantis. <laughs> Tennessee was formerly Atlantis. <laughs> Flying Rich says, if evolution is real, how come coastal humans don't have a blowhole on the top of their heads? Do you, you imagine actually having like a hole in your head to breathe in underwater with? Well, that would be crazy. Oh, God. Yeah. Now, there's a, there's a soft spot up there. There is a soft spot. It has nothing to do with the blowhole. What's wrong? There's no gears up there. Is, there is. I'm telling you. Was. You're there's, not supposed to left still of, have There's remnants. There's remnants. Was. There's leftover remnants. There's leftover remnants of gills in the roof of your mouth. Take a picture of yours and show it to us. Yeah. No, I, I, mean, I can't do that right now. Just look it up, though. It's there. It's there. Yeah, share, definitely share, share a picture of you. If you use your own... T- okay, everyone, we're going to do an experiment. Right, first of all, let me give the shout-out right here. Smart Firearms Instruction says, shout-out to Big Dre, my partner, uh, and yeah, Prime Masonic brother. There you go. Okay, see? Wow, man. The, the You know what? The Masons can get some people to show up. See how you got to do this now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to rock that ring with the <laughs> with the symbol on it. Um, listen, everyone, do this experiment. Use your tongue. Go to the top of your mouth. Move around the top of your mouth on either side. You will feel the leftover gills. Boom. Go ahead. I dare you. Prove me wrong, as uh, what's his name says. Uh, what's the name of that guy that says, uh, you know. You know the what? Oh, what is his name again? Um, he's also sponsored by Walther. I just can't remember his name right now. What's the name of the uh, other guy? Oh God, you're talking about. Um, now that you ask, I can't tell you. Yeah, louder with Crowder. Louder with Crowder. Like louder with uh, Crowder says. Yeah, yeah. I say human beings have leftover gills in the top of their in the roofs of their mouths. You can find it if you just feel around with your tongue. And you feel some something that's that feels serrated in the top of your mouth. That's it is what that is. Definitely right not. <laughs> it's up there. When you hear hooves, definitely think. Uh, <laughs> definitely think about zebras. That's the answer to it. It's not horses. It's definitely zebras. Walter says, I, "Please I give Hank his <laughs> I know. Uh, oh God. Uh, no. Uh, Jason St. Pierre says, "I just read the story to you about the ears starting from gills." Come on now. That's ears, man. That has That's nothing ears. to do with your mouth. It's part of the respiratory system. We already went through this. Uh, we already went through this, guys. You just okay? Can you? Can the two of you do the research yourselves right now and tell me? No, we're on a podcast, wasting so much time. It's so easy. It's so easy to do the research and for this. Big and we Trey could... and his business. We could definitely be talking about that. <laughs> My God! Just do the research right now and tell me: Do you or do you not feel? So, here, Big Trey, you got uh, you got some T-shirts you also made or something? Yeah, I'm wearing one right here. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Show us the T-shirt. Go ahead. Fine. Show the T-shirt. Let's see it. Go to BigDrake357.com. Get your merch. Right. <laughs> there you go. I'm telling you. Okay. I'm gonna keep researching here. I'm gonna keep researching. That one article I sent you guys is not enough, huh? 
Try while he's researching, go to amanisabali.com. Or just Google Amani Sabali. Get some more t-shirts. Amani Sabali? What's that? Is that another? Amani Sabali. That's one of our other sites. Hmm. That's our color brand. What does that mean? There's going to be lots of double, triple meanings. Uh, yeah, Amani is, Imani is uh, faith and Sabali is patience. Huh. Oh, okay. Do you have um, Do you have kids, Big Dre? Yeah, I have a, a 24-year-old. She has three kids, and then my fiance has two. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Cool. What kind of names? Uh, what kind of names did you give the kids? Because I know you know you've got some some cool naming systems going on here. So. Uh, my daughter's name is Destiny. Okay. Good name. That's a good name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like um, that. It's uh, Mariah, Serenity, and Cameron. Okay. And then my fiance's kids. They are Makai and McKinley. And her okay. name is. Okay, very cool. Walter wants to see Gorn. I don't know exactly how we're going to do that, Walter, other than, um, you know, we'll, we'll, we can roll in some stuff. Yeah, here we go. Look, Big Dre is showing you right there in the background. I can show you my dinner. In the background. And uh, there you go. There's Gorn and a guitar. I need that one right there. That one right there, that Hudson. Yeah. Uh, I, mm, don't get me started. I am obsessed with I think Hank keeps telling me. I am totally yeah, obsessed, obsessed with that. Yeah, he's obsessed with the Hudson. So uh, you, have you shot one? I've held one. I haven't shot one. It is. It just can't put it on camera, but man, it fits your hand so well. It shoots well. I'm totally obsessed. For like a thousand bucks, and uh, <laughs> I wanted to buy it. And then I got the thing, and I was like, wait a minute. They went bankrupt. Um, I can't get parts. I'm good. It's yeah. So <laughs> the only thing for me is, I'm thinking eventually somebody's going to need to be that guy that maintains them for other people. So maybe there's a market there in ten years, but there it's it's pretty cool. I would if if you can find one for like seven or seven fifty, one hundred percent worth it. Because there's still um there's still distributors that have like a bunch of them sitting in in distribution channels that nobody's buying because they went under. So, but I I got lucky. Some guy had got a divorce and he was like, I'm selling my guns. I'm tired of it. So I got it for six hundred bucks. So I was I was super lucky. Okay, um, and and how many magazines did you get? I think you got at least like I got three five magazines. Total. I got five you got total. five magazines. Okay, yep. but you need more. You need more than five magazines. Is this your go to war? Is this you your of all people <laughs> should know how magazines work. Yeah. <laughs> um, Hyrie Holster says once Hudson's Hudson's legal stuff is concluded. It'll be cool if the design was open sourced. Ah, I don't know if that's gonna know. get. I don't think it's There's gonna be. There's so open much sourced. money tied up in it. Nobody's gonna want to touch it for so long. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't. I think that someone out there is gonna buy up the rights to it, though, probably, and then probably come out with it. If they made a polymer version, definitely you'd get uh you get it cheaper. And then the dudes like like you that already have the metal versions, you get you know, uh, bumped up. So. Absolutely, it. I I would love to see somebody come out with the parts, or I mean, bring anything, just just some sort of support for it. But nobody, like right now, I I was trying to look through their court case, and they're still going through the court battle with. Can't remember the name. It was the the machining company that did mm-hmm. the. Um, I think they did the frames, the a bunch of parts for them. 
they owed them like 1.5 million or something. Cra- no, I think it was 500,000 they owed them. But it was a crazy amount of money. Hey, I think I'd have to go roll. You'd have to cut me a check, man. Yeah, yeah they were like, like, and the other problem here now is it's like you're trying to get blood from a turnip, which it's just ain't happening. They're the Hudson guy and gal, Sai and his wife are gonna be broke. I mean, you're not getting anything out of it. I, I would guess. That's why we decided not to like most menu, most most companies you work with that manufacture parts. They want you to go in and buy like a big bulk of parts. Huge. I'm, like, I'm not gonna do that because what happens if you know I don't sell anywhere near as many as I had to buy? Mm-hmm. Then I'm, I'm stuck with that product and I done lost a, a ton of money. So I work with people that will allow me to get a quantity that I'm comfortable with mm-hmm. and you know, do what I need to do with it. I'm not going to put myself out like those guys did. Right. Um, so let me see. Someone here is asking about uh, DCG is saying KE Arms question mark. Yeah, they, were, did, they were. Go ahead. KE Arms ahead, did go. slides and uh, chassis, not the chassis, I'm sorry. They did the slides and the frames. Um, they did some of the cutting on. See, and then here's here's another problem is Hudson didn't keep anything in-house. Hudson contracted, they came up with the design and then contracted everything out to like 10 different companies to make everything. So one part was made by one manufacturer, KE Arms got involved and made a bunch of parts. It's like CWT or something like that. This is the machine house that made a bunch of parts. So each person is now screwed out of $100,000 worth of inventory that they have sitting around. Mm-hmm. And they're never gonna give up their, I mean, say they come out of this, this deal with blueprints to some part for the Hudson. They're not gonna give that away for free. There's no way. Because they got burned on it. They they don't, you know, they're going to hold on to that as long as they can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, At least absolutely. that's my opinion. Well, I mean, it has some kind of value, right? It has exactly. some kind of There's value. There's some value to it, but. Yeah. I mean, I they can still sell the parts that got laying around them. Um, and I, they are. They are. They are selling parts, but even that's going to run down eventually. Once once those run out, from what I understand, I was talking to the guys that do HudsonGunParts.com. And they were saying everybody is so like pissed off at the whole situation that nobody wants to touch it anymore. Like, they still have the tooling, they have all the stuff, but like nobody, everybody's just like, no, fuck those guys. I don't want to. I don't want any part of that. Yeah. I mean, my uh, understanding there's a lot of money involved here, somewhere close to 20, 20 million dollars. Lots and lots of money. So, um, yeah, the, none of that's getting settled anytime soon. Yannick Stoner says I think people should own twenty mags per gun. So there you go, twenty mags per gun from Yannick Stoner. Um, and Harry's Holster says, if someone wants to create a successful handgun design, they need to open source everything but the FCU, Fire Control Unit, and have a provision if they go under that they'll also be open sourced. The aftermarket would thrive. Uh, that's true and very cool. practical, Harry, but no one's, none of these gun guys are going to do, you know, I mean, I think that's true, though. Um, now, I have a feeling that if you change, remember in the, in the gun world, if you change something like about... What was it like eight percent or whatever? Then mm-hmm. it's not really a thing. So someone might be able to come in here and change up something a little bit and maybe get away with it. But I I don't think anyone else wants to lose money behind it like Patrick is saying mm-hmm. right now. So. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, and nothing nothing's gonna happen until the dust settles. You gotta wait for all the the lawyer stuff to be done. Yeah. What would I wonder what it would take for one company just to buy the rights to all of the stuff, mm-hmm. all the different companies, and just rename it something else and just put it back out there. Maybe change up the design a little bit and fix what was wrong with the original. 
A million dollars? I don't know. I'm just throwing out a number. I don't know. It, it would be, I would imagine, because everybody's so burned on this thing, I don't think they're going to want to give up the rights to whatever little piece they have cheaply. Yeah. I don't think it's going away. I think give it 10 years or something like that, some, we'll see something pop back up from it. That's happened before, right? Companies have gone out of business and they've come back. Right, you got money, man. You buying R8s every day, man. Go ahead and buy it. No, it. that's not. No, I'm not that much. I, I'll buy guns individually, but gun companies, uh, I don't know about that. You know, I don't know if I really want to get into that. Um, Brian Quick says, uh, between the H9 and the Archon, Strike B, the Archon is more interesting, but to me, uh, interesting to me, but they want 849 for a plastic pistol with no provisions yeah. for a red dot. Um, and uh, Eric Hammond says, Is that a Bama flag in the background? Yes, sir. There you Roll go. Tight. Okay. And Babyface P, what's for dinner? That's from Pixamite. Smoothie and a sandwich. There you go. We're trying to eat healthy. So Marley, Marley and I went to, um, Sunday night, <clears throat> we were like, mm, let's get some wings. Wings sound really good. We order some wings, some fries, Coke, and whatnot. We've been eating at home, cooking for ourselves, and eating pretty well for the last, like, three weeks. I think both of us, like, rejected all the grease that was in it because both of us felt like ass on Monday. So we've been trying to, like, eat well again. But, yeah, smoothie's not too bad. Okay. Good question. If we weren't in this situation... Would you still be eating healthy like this, or would you be eating out every day? Oh, he'd, we be, keep... he'd be in a restaurant at least, <laughs> yeah, see, at least three, three four days a, a week. <laughs> I love going now, out to eat. It could be a healthy a restaurant. <laughs> it could be healthy. But, <laughs> you know, and Patrick was going out and working out and all that kind of stuff. That's the thing I miss the most: just going to the gym. Oh. I just want to go to the gym a little bit. Listen, um, I know when I'm looking on the IGs, there's lots of chicks out there still working out at home. I don't know about the dudes because I don't look at that. But uh, <laughs> there's, there's there's definitely lots of chicks out there working out from home. So more power to you. Saving America on the IGs. Um, <laughs> uh, by the right, way, uh, what is this? Uh, let me see. I'm going to probably mess this name up. Makia? Makia? Yeah, that's my fiance. Oh, there you go. Oh, Shout out to Makia. She says hi. Yes, yeah, she says hey, guys. <laughs> she says we're all tied. Makia, I'm sure you know about my fish theory of human beings. I'm sure you get, understand this. Man, Next I can't question. bring it up. I'm not allowed to. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I can't bring that back up. <laughs> uh, okay. Apparently, I'm not allowed to bring that back up. Okay, fine. Whatever. Uh, you, you guys will see. You guys will see what I was saying one day. Um, let me see. All right. So when is the when is the gun coming out, man? When's the Anubis 224 coming out? Uh, we initially had talked about SHOT Show 2021. Okay. And then uh, this happened. And I was like, you know what? I got the thing about it. I was watching some old videos. I think it was you that was talking to PSA. Mm-hmm. They had mentioned something about possibly doing a 224 variant of the Jackal. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I'm not letting yeah. them steal my thunder. They're not stepping on my toes. <laughs> oh, good luck to you. I don't know how deep your pockets are. <laughs> if they were talking, I'll give you a little hint. I'm not going to let this go. Yeah, I'll give you a little hint about PSA. If they're discussing it, they're probably well along 
in the development. <laughs> you know, yeah. um, the ja- the jackal's badass though. The ja- I mean, I don't know. Yours yours just looks like it's di. Let me see. It looks di, right? Or is it no? It's, yeah, it's no side charging or anything else like that. Yeah, it is. It's left hand side oh, charging. Oh, I don't see it. On, okay, I'm just not seeing it on this side of the video then. Left hand side charging now. Now reciprocating charging handle. Um, it's two twenty four Valkyrie twelve inch. This one's a twelve inch. There's a ten and a half inch as well. Mm-hmm. And then um, the now the lower on this that upper receiver, that optic and that barrel will be the actual products in the final product. Okay. But that lower receiver um, is not. That's just one I put on there for the prototype. Okay. So yeah, when so I know you were saying I think you were just saying when we're gonna actually see it. When are we actually gonna see like a finish? Uh, Obviously, this is the, the finish. I'm fixing to build a finished one um, for everybody to see. I'm gonna start shopping it around to mm-hmm. to people with T and E. Okay. And then hopefully by the end of the year it'll be out, be out for sale. As soon as okay. we get this ATF mumbo jumbo out the way. Right. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so are you? You're sending it into the ATF for approval and all that. Yeah, we'll have to, we'll probably have to do that, but okay. well, it's a pistol. It's a pistol variant, so I mean, okay. There's yeah. nothing nothing spectacular about this guy. It's already got a pistol yeah. price. I mean, honestly, I don't know if Walter is here, but you might. Mm, no, I don't know <laughs> ATF because ATF is a little weird now. With um, yeah, you know, for example, with Walter with the fifty. You know, since it's like a bolt action up top there, they they made the that whole upper have to be serialized. Yeah, that's crazy. So, I don't know but how that. That's just an AR. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if how that works with the the uh, side charging because that's in the upper, right? Yeah, it's in the upper, but it's just a side charging charging handle. It's not the yeah. bolt's not attached to it. I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, I think you know the whole of this stuff is weird. Hopefully, it'll just it'll go through. You'll be able to get it out there since you're in the race against PSA. Right? Yeah, man. In a race, <laughs> race against. Time. They could have me. You know what I'm saying? We could just do this together. You know. Oh. <laughs> do you have some patents on something? I know they watch. Oh, okay. <laughs> do you think Marley would murder me if I ordered <clears throat> a Haas CNC machine? She'd probably murder me, right? Uh, what are we talking? How much is that thing? Like 40, 40 grand or something like that? Uh, how many months? 60 month financing at $656 a month. Yeah, that's not bad. Hey, go ahead and get that baby face. We'll do this together. That's right, right? (laughs) It's not bad. Uh, we're talking 40 grand. Yeah. That's affordable, I think. You know what? We'll buy the machine. We'll do all the labor, make the parts. Oh, man. You can make money off of, you can make money off of a CNC machine. You can make parts. I think so. I people. think I could. Yeah, you can, you know, maybe go into business with Walter at Safety Harbor, make some kind of parts for him or something, you know? Absolutely. Make some it. deals. You can make some parts don't for Big it. Dre, for Big Dre. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Safety Harbor says, don't do it. If there's nothing new, new, it will be a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Walter chimed in on that one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yannick Stoner said bullpups for everyone. We got to get that in there. We got to get that. I would uh, love to. And, and Harry's Holster says the mini uh, mills aren't bad. I've never seen a mini mill. Have, um, have I seen there, a mini mill? Uh, so actually, it's funny enough, um, BWE Firearms has a 
I guess you would call it a small CNC machine. Mm-hmm. He, um, he has one of the old school Bridgeport CNCs mm-hmm. that got upgraded to whatever the new <clears throat> uh, CAM software is. Mm-hmm. Oh, B- yeah, yeah, BWE um, says you could set that you could set that CNC up. At his yeah, place. I was gonna say you probably love to have a nice a yeah. nice Haas in his garage. Hey, mm-hmm. if you purchase if you purchase the Haas, you could call it the Hank. Yeah. Oh, if Babyface gets one, anything he makes is being called the Hank. Oh, get the- uh, that's by proxy. <laughs> listen, BWE, if we can make six hundred bucks a month and have it pay for itself, I will buy this thing. I'm totally serious too. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I can I think agree. of a lot of things we could make. I'll start designing stuff. You know, like some trimmers for your hair. I'll make uh, mouth gill adapters. Ooh, for the mouth gill adapters. Yeah. What's it gonna do? Retro. You can retro your your mouth back to being actual breathing gills. So it's gonna be. It's gonna do nothing like the non-existent. <laughs> yeah. I got. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh, Jason St. Pierre says, Bop up, you got a drink. There you go. Now that's now you You guys are going to get drunk. Bop up, bop up, bop up, bop up. <laughs> How yeah. big is it? Oh, that's a cool looking CNC. That's all I really need right there. Small machine, big results. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. You can make parts with it? It so, looks like it. That yeah, sounds perfect at- for you, Patrick. Perfect. Sounds I, like you. You, you should put that on a t shirt. <laughs> You should put that on a T-shirt. Small machine, big results. <laughs> for the white guys. Yeah, the last video. The, the, oh boy. <laughs> the last video we did, Patrick. You know, we remember we did that video with the Walther um, PPS M2, and uh, we I think we were talking about holsters or something, and you said, "Oh yeah, I like a small package." Yeah, I know. Did you actually put that in there? Yes, that's in there. Of course. <laughs> I Once did get a compliment. I outshot you, by the way. Just saying. Uh, well, I mean, that's because the freaking steel was tilted to the side. Oh yeah, the steel's. <laughs> the, Hank doesn't shoot very well. The yeah. steel, the steel was deflecting. <laughs> the steel was deflecting my shots, man. See you tonight. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I laugh because you see Shane taking. Uh, Hank, he's out there like bang, 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 and you hear the steel. It's like ding, ding. <laughs> it's like every five shots hits the steel. Yeah, I shoot. I I probably shoot too fast, but you know, I don't really Bless. shoot for super. I'm not one of those guys when I'm shooting. They're shooting for super accuracy. To be honest with you, you know, you just uh, shooting to be shooting. No, no, no. I want I want to hit what I'm shooting at, but you know, uh, I believe in throwing a couple rounds down range instead of taking t- a bunch of time to aim. <laughs> You know, I'm not trying to hit people between the eyes and all that kind of stuff. But of course, your accuracy can always it can always be better. And plus, we were shooting at a little tiny. What was that? Like a four inch plate or something? Come on now. Probably like an eight. Yeah, I don't think that was an eight. We can settle. Let's settle for a six. <laughs> let's let's meet it in the middle somewhere there. Plus, all the man-sized targets. What happened to the man-sized targets, Patrick? Huh? What happened to I those? I told things? you, some guy came in the middle of the night with a chainsaw, cut them right. all down. Yeah. I I yeah. don't know why. A chainsaw called an AK. I don't know why they would do that. It was rude. Yeah. So uh, let's see. By the way, I saw those remarks yesterday. I saw that. 
We were too busy <laughs> to get her. Oh, too busy. <laughs> we're too, was that Kathleen Music Lover getting yes, at me? Was. Yes, I yeah, think. I remember that from yesterday. <laughs> I was like, oh, absolutely. Um, listen, definitely, you know what one of the things is? I think one of the problems we have is we shoot at too much steel versus paper. I, I don't shoot a paper at all. Yeah. <laughs> he pretty much exclusively shoots yeah, steel. Paper's better. But Patrick is Patrick's uh I think Patrick's a little is a better shot than I am. I would give him that. I'll give him that. You know who's the better shot than me, for sure? Mm-hmm. Molly. I wish she would shoot more. She won't. I can't get her to go out because mm-hmm. but she she is a crazy good shot. Mm-hmm. I think that's a female thing. Because when, when I took my kid to the range for the first time, she never shot an AR, but she was doing like MOA groups. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's like, something about like teaching women, they are so much better than men. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think one of the things though, we had a female trainer on, and she said that it's dangerous that we we push that too much um, as guys. Like we talk about women being so naturally good too much because it's dangerous because then it leads to women not training because they're like, oh, I'm just naturally good. True. No, no. You still there's a, still a place yeah. for training. Like, so from now on, do what I do and just tell your women they're terrible. That's, <laughs> you know, it's for the betterment of the of the entire female race. Because, you know, women are not differently shaped men, by the way. They're their own entirely. Di- I'm going to hit you guys with another theory. Women oh God. are not differently shaped men. Okay, they are no, their own definitely not. separate, what? different creatures. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's a theory I can give behind. Just FYI. Some people, yeah. and maybe you guys understand that, but you know there's people out there that don't that don't uh, believe that. Well, I mean, nowadays, sometimes you can't tell if it's actually a female or a male. Oh, so, yeah, it's a trap, as Patrick like that's baby face. So it's like, it's a trap. We call them Decepticons in the club. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to spit out my smoothie if I'm not careful. <laughs> uh, Decepticons, yeah. That's good. That's a good one. For reals. Armament <laughs> and Axis says Lola's a better shot than Hank. Yes. But you know who will actually save uh, everyone's life? Me. You know, it's funny, too. Lola the, has no chance of saving you. Doesn't Marley matter. and I were talking about this. Mm-hmm. Um, Hank can train Marley really well, and I can teach Lola really well. But if you put our significant others together, like if I try to teach Marley something or if Hank tries to teach Lola something, it's a total disaster. Yeah. A total disaster. Well, because yeah, if you – already don't listen to you anyway. So exactly. That's true. That's very true. <laughs> Uh, Lola does the opposite of whatever I say. If I go at Lola shopping and she's like, oh, what do you think about this dress? I'm like, that's beautiful. She will put it right back. (laughs) Immediately is discount. I'm like, why would you even ask me? Right. It's immediately (laughs) discounted, you know. But then also, like, I believe in putting, like, pressure on her because when something goes – and this is what I'm saying about the dangers – that I agree. I'm trying to remember the name of that uh, female trainer that was on. It was the it was the woman that builds ranges, but I can't remember. I don't know if Lola's uh, yeah. here. Oh man, I forgot her name. She's really really cool. Uh, we we definitely need to get her back on. Uh, but anyway, the thing is, you're building this thing where women think, oh, I'm so awesome, so I don't really need to do anything because if something happens, I'm all good. Number one, it doesn't matter how good a shot you are if you don't have a gun on you when you need yeah. it. Yeah. 
that doesn't like all your good shootingness and whatever that people use to inflate uh, women's egos and stuff like that don't mean nothing. If you don't actually have that gun on you, and being in your purse is not on you. Not a fan of purse carry. I never have been, but yeah. It's, so. it's kind of like back in the 90s, right? You remember you, you see the cave like, man, don't make me pop the trunk. Oh, my God. People used to say that in New York, and that is such a punk move. You don't know, you don't know how many times people got beat down. Like, yo, son, I'm going to go to my trunk. Okay, we're never letting you get back to your trunk. <laughs> you know that, right? <laughs> don't even try that. But, yes, that used to be that used to be the thing. I've seen it, and it's a very dumb move. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think I think it's really I think it, it's really important for uh, women. I would definitely say that get out there and train. Someone said they want to see me tell Lola that she's terrible. Uh, I think I think I'm well practiced. I would, I would be there to film it, but I'd be standing way back. <laughs> I think I'm well practiced. Does, does it does it actually work? <laughs> no. <laughs> it doesn't get me anywhere, but I try that all the time. Uh, yeah. So, Flying Rich says, "Is that my problem?" Rich, you have many problems. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a few. Yeah. He's a little special. I think, I think we're getting a little bit of feedback. Um, who? Oh, oh, Flying Rich. He's special. Yeah, he's a little special. He's that next level special. Do you know Flying Rich? <laughs> I don't know him. I just see him on here. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, boy! I think I know the combo we need to do, Patrick. Next time around, we need to get Dre and Rich. Oh God! <laughs> if you really want to destroy the internet, Patrick, Dre, Rich, and guess who? Who am I thinking? Walter. Tyvin. Oh my God. Oh, you would never man. get a word in edgewise. The internet is broken at that point. The internet is broken. <laughs> that is the end of the internet right there. Um, yeah. One of the, I, I really do think, though, a lot of times uh, one of the mistakes that we make is we overinflate each other. No, no one, it doesn't benefit anyone to have an overinflated ego. You know, I'm always, look at me how humble I am all the time. <laughs> So I am like the most hugely okay. I'll just get humility is my strongest suit. Yeah, I can tell you it's that. Pretty huge. My my humility is the biggest humility ever. You've never seen a humility this big. <laughs> Harry's holster says it doesn't matter how good of a shot you are if you can't remain calm enough. So one of the things that I yeah. practice when I shoot, I practice shooting fast. And I know people, if I slow down, I would be more accurate. But um, I think if you really get into a situation, you have to, you have to actually react. Uh, well, it's should, hard to you say. Can't spend a, you can't spend a ton of time aiming. Like I've no, 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 no. <clears throat> One thing that Marvin did with me was he always, um, when we went to the range, he'd do time drills. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I, I think um, more important than shooting fast is shooting under stress. Like... Mm-hmm running a little bit to get your your heart stress yeah. yeah and then do some shooting because mm-hmm. that's hard man that is way more difficult than yeah that's what rod, that's what our friend rod mills likes to do to people <laughs> it was really difficult yeah but he has a point he has a point 
Um, I mean, I remember, so the last time I went training with Reed, and this is on rifles, he made us uh, carry a bunch of stuff and like go from uphill, downhill, uphill, just doing and stopping along the way and hitting stuff. And then, and then we came back and we had to hit a target, I think at least twice from, I want to say 350 yards or something like that. Um, and yeah, that is really, if you don't know how to slow your heart rate down to take those shots. Yeah. You know, it's, Reed, uh, he's here in Tennessee too, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Valoridge, Valoridge is in Tennessee. So, um, let's see here. Uh, Jake Delhomme. Did I say it right? Jake Delhomme. Delhomme. Oh, see, I did it again. It's Delhomme. It's, it's not Delhomme. Del it's not. No, I said Delhomme. It's not Delhomme. It's, it's Delhomme. Delhomme. Okay, Jake Delhomme. Camaro, Camaro. Uh, how do you guys say Camaro again? Camaro. It's Camaro. Camaro. Yeah, Camaro, 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 Camaro. Uh, <laughs> anyway, Jake says he loves my uh, Trump impersonations. I got the best. Trump impersonation is huge. It's really <laughs> it's a, big. It's a really big impersonation. He's just an awesome, awesome guy. Awesome guy. The best. <laughs> um, and uh, Eric Hammond says, sorry, wasn't paying attention. FedEx just dropped off a new knife. Oh, that's awesome. Ah, nice. Nothing beats stuff packages <laughs> coming in the mail. He's got packages. He's got some sites coming for uh, Glock 50 GI. I need to go to his house. Oh, who was that? Uh, what was this? Uh, Yenick Stoner. Oh, okay. <clears throat> oh, Night Sights. Night Sights. Yeah, that's one thing that hasn't, like, as, have people, have you guys out there noticed your packages taking longer to get there? Same time? Faster? Mine are coming faster. I got a package yesterday that wasn't supposed to be here until tomorrow. Mm. Yeah, I think that's true. I mean, stuff even from China is coming pretty fast, so. From what right, I'm you're saying. going too far now. You're going too far. No, <laughs> ch ch uh, ch shipments from China, you know, depending on what it is. I think if it's heavy, it's taking a long time. I'm still waiting on my Chinese package. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> kind of scared of it. Yeah, <laughs> you, you think it was like decontaminated. <laughs> like, you you have to put it under right a there. UV lamp, <laughs> <laughs> set it out in the sun, spray it down with Lysol, and then bleach. <laughs> yeah. And say some Hail Marys on it before you, uh, right. you know, let's see. Uh, let's go to some other stuff here. Um, I think I sent you guys this. I wanted to talk about this yesterday, but uh, Walter was yakking too much for me to get into this. This is on the firearms. I'm just, I'm just messing with Walter, by the way. I love it when Walter goes on a, on a, on a tear. You know, I could tell when Walter's fired up. Okay, U.S. Army Research Labs developed 40 millimeter launched drone. Okay, who else? Who else saw this and acknowledged my theory of ass missiles? Uh, what? This, <laughs> this acknowledges my theory of ass missiles. Okay, I'm just saying. Um, what? Uh, not sure about that. Engineers at the U.S. Army's Research Lab (ARL) at Aberdeen Proving Ground have filed a patent application for the grenade-launched unmanned aerial system, GLOUSE, a 40-millimeter grenade launcher delivered drone complete with cameras. The GLOUSE can be fired from an issue M320 or M203 launcher without modification. 
Uh, two variants are under development. One uses, one uses paraglide-like technology, whilst the second is a rotary platform that can hover over a target area. Both variants have a reported two-kilometer range and can operate aloft for up to 90 minutes. The maximum ceiling height is 2,000 feet. So, and a perfect, this is perfect for ass missiles. <laughs> I'm just saying. Think about it, right? <laughs> you know, this is perfect for that. This is a perfect system to deliver that, right? We've got to see. I don't know. Hopefully, we can get our hands on these. You gonna get your hands on some ass missiles? Yeah, that I will develop. I will develop the patented Hank Strange ass missiles system. Is it gonna recall? Ass missiles. Since it's just <laughs> that's the name. Is ass. Ass missile. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you have you've never Big Dre, you've never heard of my ass missile ideas. I've heard I've heard of you talk about ass yeah. missiles, but this you know, is that technology coming to life right now. But, but but you know, I didn't think you were serious. Oh, I'm serious about everything I say. <laughs> I'm I'm hundred percent serious about everything uh, I say. I'm well, more the, so what's the purpose of the ass missile. Uh, for people who we want to uh, dispense with, you know, in the most uh, creative, you know, and undignified <laughs> form, <laughs> that's what the ass whistles are for. And you want video of that. We want to show, I want to see that on the nightly news. And Kim Jong-il was delivered an ass missile package today. I want to see that. I want to see that on the news. You know, you see the ass missile launch. And then he goes over, hovers over Kim Jong-un. Boom! Hits him. You know. <laughs> Korea, Korean milkshake out of, yeah. There you go. That's, that's what we do. Yeah. That's how we got to do it, man. I'm glad this technology is coming along. You're going <clears> to, <throat> we're going to make ass missiles and Hank's going to have to load each one into the man's rectum. No. <laughs> no? That's going to happen? Remote controlled. Remote controlled. Oh, okay. Remote controlled ass missiles. <laughs> remote oh, controlled. Okay. That's how we're going to flow. That's how so we're going to Who are you going to test this on? You got to have a <laughs> yeah. ass to test it. So you're going to do it on yourself? you going to, no. yeah, give me the No, 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 no. No, <laughs> no sir. No. That's not how it works. <laughs> Who's going to be the first butt we put one of these on? <laughs> that's not how it works. Jake says, because now I can't say his last name. Delome. Delome. I, I said Delome again. Delome. Jake says, uh, would those ass missiles come in a large or small package? Depends, <laughs> Depends on the intended target. <laughs> if it's Hank, it's going to be an extra large. Yeah. Mike Avon says, got here time for ass missiles, though. <laughs> Uh, Peximite acknowledges my uh, superior intellect. He says Hank is on a roll this evening. <laughs> uh, and Wes S. says automatic strategic suppository. Boom! Ass missiles. <laughs> there you go, God, Wes. That was pretty good. I'll give him credit. That's yeah. pretty good. Wes gets 10% of all ass missiles delivered. Oh, man. <laughs> That was kind of like Jamie Foxx on uh, that movie Stealth. And they were like, what does Eddie stand for? He was like, Extreme Deep Invader. <laughs> that was one of the worst. Listen, Jamie Foxx has been in some horrible movies, right? Let's, let's be honest. Let's be honest. Jamie Foxx is a magnet for terrible. That is perhaps the worst. I challenge anyone to tell me a worse movie that Jamie Foxx was in. And you know what the funny thing is? Jamie Foxx is a good actor. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's a good actor. What's the one he did with um with uh, uh Tom Cruise? Uh Collateral. Did you guys see do you ever see Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good stuff. Yeah. Have you seen that, Patrick? Collateral? I've not watched. Oh, that's a good movie. That's a good movie with Is that Jamie the one Fox. where he, he deals like a beatdown on somebody with a briefcase or something? Like in an alleyway? Tom Cruise like beats somebody down. Oh, he beats oh Tom Cruise beats a lot of ass. Yeah. <laughs> and collateral. But collateral is where Tom Cruise is a contract killer and Jamie Foxx is like a taxi driver and Tom mm-hmm. Cruise hires him and forces him to stay his driver through the night. Um, but it is that is a good movie, I think. You know, I feel that's a good movie. But Jamie Foxx, as good as he is as an actor, picks some really horrible movies. Yeah, but I think when Stealth came out, they thought it was going to be like a great, just great, great movie. And they end up being like a, a D. Yeah, that was a terrible <laughs> movie, Stealth. I don't even know if people out there have seen that movie. I've seen it I'm a couple times. I'm bootleg in the barbershop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Ray O'Shield says, let's not uh, forget Jamie Foxx and Players Club. Let me see. Was Players Club good or not? Let me see. I don't know. I mean, it was uh, It was Bernie Mac and yeah. all them Okay. Cats. Well, that's a classic then. Dollar Bill. Yeah. If it has Bernie <laughs> Mac, we got to say it's a classic at this point. We got <laughs> to put it in classic territory. But Jamie Foxx, I don't know, man. He's done some. That Spider-Man movie he was in, terrible. <laughs> I don't even remember that movie. Yeah, it was in one of the Spider Man movies. What Spider Man? What was the Spider Man movie that Jamie Foxx was in? Someone will remember this. He played the bad guy. Um, it was before. Oh, hold on. Now I got to go to IMDb. Oh, got to go to IMDb to figure this out. Uh, Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx. Um, yeah, Django was a good one. Mm-hmm. You like you guys like Django? I didn't like Django. Yeah, I like Django. Nah, I didn't like Django because I didn't like when the guy in there, you know, the, there was the white guy who said to Jamie Foxx, "I freed you, so I feel responsible for you." No, no sir, <laughs> no sir. No one is responsible for your freedom. You are responsible for your own freedom every single day. Right. Every single day. That's why I don't like that movie. That it's line. just that one line? Well, because look, you know, and I feel this especially about liberals out there. A lot of these liberals out there feel like they're somehow responsible for people of color. You know, the unwashed masses. They feel responsible for us like we're pets or something like that. And that pisses me off. And obviously that's what uh, Quentin Tarantino meant with that nonsense. So, yeah, I don't like stuff like that, man. I take slavery very seriously. The only way to avoid slavery is with guns, son. <laughs> That's, the only, like <laughs> That's the only way to avoid it. And nobody else gave you your free. Like, you know, that give us us free thing. I mean, and I've, I, I've had that out there before, but to me, that's a, it's a, that's a deep thing, right? Give us us free. No, take your free. That's what you got to do. You got to take your free. I'm trying. Oh, here we go. The Amazing Spider-Man 2. How long ago was that? 2014. Oh, I know which one you're talking about. That's the one with, uh, yeah, I know which one. Andrew Garfield was playing Mm -hmm. Spider-Man in that one. Yeah, I never saw any of the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man because he didn't seem seem like Spider-Man to me. No, 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 no. no. This kid that's playing Spider-Man now, perfect. He's a good Spider-Man. Yeah, except he's British. I know, I know. Yeah. 
uh, Len Holt says Django was a messed up thought. But you know what? I like I, I used to like Quentin Tarantino, but there's a certain point where I was like, okay, come on, man, you just became a libtard. So well, you got to remember, man, Quentin Tarantino, his brain works on a whole different level than everybody else. Yeah, a wrong his, level. His movies are just are crazy. They're just out there. <laughs> It's working. It's working pretty wrong right now. And I used. I was a big fan of Tarantino. A big Tarantino. Fan, you know. Um, but yeah, that thing right there. He lost me with that man. And I heard that Will Smith was actually supposed to be in that movie. So good move on Will Smith not being in Django Unchained. <laughs> you know, that's a good move. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I feel funny about a lot of these movies, like revisionist movies um, of the past. And of slavery and stuff like that, I feel I feel weird about those, you know. Um, and I don't think they, you know, obviously they're movies and everything, but not everything really went down like that. M- most people in this world, like if someone gives you your freedom, you're not actually free. You still remain a slave. If someone, if you actually believe that someone gives you your freedom, and then you think that person is responsible for you. And they're maintaining your freedom. You're not actually free. Freedom mm-hmm. is inside of every man. I'm not just talking about like black people. Um, this is all people on the face of this planet. You every day have to get up fighting for your own freedom. Uh, man, honestly, if we were free, we wouldn't even have laws. Just go and do your thing. Yeah. Yeah. Or very few. I very few yeah. laws. Very few. Very few. But yeah. It would not be as as restricted as it is yep no they've well i mean it's it's a slow creep right and and right. it's and it's what these politicians feel like they're somehow look at this look at this uh covid19 thing they're planning on keeping these restrictions on forever as long as they right, can so. yeah yeah as long as they can get away with it no forever every time now some every time we have a breakout now we're going to be back onto these same restrictions you know, and at some point, like, and I think a lot of America, like in America, we celebrate freedom and everything, but we're probably really not that free. You know, even though, like, I, I always say, we're the this is like the best country on the face of the planet, but you know, a lot of things that are happening that people are just letting it. Like these politicians could give two shits about close keeping the economy closed when all they don't have to generate money they have power whether the economy is closed or open as a matter of fact they have more power when it's closed they don't care if we're generating money it's not their money they don't get the same health care as us they're gonna their business they feel like it's gonna stay in business forever and and whether it's a whether it's a tragedy there's something bad happening in america or america is getting better they're making money so off of these kind of things happening right now they're making money you know, and we're the ones not going, hey, listen, guys, we're not waiting around for you to tell us when this thing is open. It's open right now, mofos. Yeah. Yeah. And people I know here, people that are like, I know I've got some friends that own uh, like the vape shops and stuff like that. Well, in Nashville, in Davidson County, if you mm-hmm. have a business that's deemed non-essential, mm-hmm. you can't even do like drive up um, service or anything. And they're like, if we come and your your business is open and you're not essential, first time it's a fine, second time it's a fine, and we're gonna lock the doors, and then the third time the owner's going to jail. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're taking it to that extreme. Yeah, that's and that's all craziness. Um, you know, even in the places like New York City, where okay, they've got the bigger spike or whatever it is, I don't feel like that makes really any kind of sense. 
And then a lot of huh? I've heard that that's a bogus. The New York City thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it is or it isn't. I mean, obviously, there's people out there getting sick, and and uh, people are dying. I feel there's probably a lot of inflation of the numbers just because they feel like they're going to get money. But this is one of the things that we created when we. Sh- so, for example, to slow the curve, they said, okay, we don't want anyone going to the hospitals for um, for elective surgery type things or whatever. Yeah. Okay, they've pretty much knocked out a lot of hospitals with that. <clears throat> Because then there's no one going. That's how the hospitals make money. So now all those hospitals are going to be dependent on the government to stay afloat. Yep. You know, um, I think all of that is dangerous. They've just they're just bankrupting a lot of people and a lot of institutions. And what does that lead to? You're now more dependent, you know, on the government. So um, it's a thing in the mind that people have to keep in their mind. Like, hey, I'm not going to let this mess me up so much. You know, and stay out of business. I'm not saying people aren't getting sick, but people have always gotten sick. Mm-hmm. You know, this is, and we will always get sick. We yeah. are, we are made of germs. <laughs> you know, some of those, some of them are good. Some of them are, you know, are, are destructive, but we're not meant to last forever. So. I think healthcare has gotten to a point now, though, where a lot of doctors don't really care about the patients and the it's- patient's health. I think a lot of doctors are in it for the money. Yeah, and sure. So medical, you know, back in the day, you have a doctor, he would come to your house and give you a medicine, treat you, whatever, and you pay a little or nothing. And now you're paying astronomical prices and you're getting the poorest quality care that you can think of in a lot of cases, even though you're in this big, beautiful, you know, multi-billion dollar or million dollar hospital. Mm-hmm. The doctors don't care about you. So you're laying there, you know, you might be in pain for six hours waiting for them to bring you some Tylenol or whatever. Right, a five hundred dollar Tylenol. You know, it's crazy, man. I don't I don't agree with it. Yeah. And then yeah. you got doctors out here now, you know, you go in there, you die from a plane crash. Oh, he's got COVID nineteen. That's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, everything's get, but the reason why that's happening is because they're trying to get funding for that. Yeah, yeah. so you have to um, associate everything with that. Uh, Jake Delhomme? Delhomme? Delhomme. Delhomme. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, Jake says, the dentist saying I feel responsible for, for you was the least racist thing in Django. I know there was a lot more stuff in there, but, you know. Um, yeah. But Django was a movie about slavery, so. Well, kind of, sort of, by yeah. And lots of people, listen, lots of people see slavery from different points of view, but I don't know. Maybe I see, maybe I see it from a, a certain point of view because um, my uh, ancestry with that comes from the Caribbean versus people who are here in America. But even in America, there were very strong people who were slaves and fought the entire time against that and then became uh, free from that. And I don't really think that uh, people, I don't, I don't think a lot of people understand that, you know? It's like one of the things I'm always telling people, I don't know how you feel about this, Dre, but I'm always trying to explain to a lot of people that, you know, slavery, the majority of slavery wasn't some white dudes going over to Africa and kidnapping some black people. It was some white dudes going over to Africa and black people sold other black people to them. Right. Yeah. That was the we majority were, of it. Yeah. We were selling our own people. Yeah. And so if you can't see that, which is at the root of everything, um, 
you know, I, I don't know. There was this, and, and I hate to go off on this tangent. I mean, my wife is literally African, but I heard her. She was like listening to, to uh, she was listening to this African woman talk about something the other day, and it just annoyed the living crap out of me because she was complaining about all the things that uh, people, white people have done to Africa and on and on. And I was like, you know, the weird thing about this is like Africa committed a massive sin and they're still committing it in lots of places in Africa. They're still selling their own people into slavery. And all over the world. All over the world. All over the world. Yeah. And, and you, if you don't start there, that's the root of everything. If you're willing to sell your brothers, your sisters and your children into slavery, you got a bigger problem than the person who bought them. I mean, <laughs> you have a bigger problem than that. Everyday people sell out, sell their own people. So yeah. they, you know, it's a continued, it's, it's, it's a continued problem. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, slavery is never going to go away. It's always going to be there in certain in some countries. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, know, Russian, Russians Russians are doing it. The Chinese are doing it. Right. You know. Yeah, Haitians. Lola's telling me Haitians. It's so it's so like it's so terrible. If we don't ever look at that, you know, some. Someone was asking me, like, and this may sound like it has nothing to do with anything, but someone was asking me why I'm so mad at Springfield Armory recently, right? So, I mean, I don't know if you guys are aware of the whole Springfield Armory thing. I think, Patrick, you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was sure- I heard you mentioned it, but I haven't heard exactly what happened. In two years ago? Yeah. Basically, and you can, you can uh, fill in here if you want to, Patrick, Springfield Armory, uh, a big manufacturer in Illinois, started a, um, what, what do you call it, like a, um, a lobbying group, mm-hmm. right, to lobby against uh, Second Amendment um, infringing laws, supposedly. They paid money oh. into it. It was someone who was a friend of the owner of Springfield Armory and all that kind of stuff. And so this person was out there lobbying. But the person was making carve-outs in the law in Illinois that protected Springfield Armory or exempted them, but affected other smaller manufacturers and gun shop owners mm-hmm. and, 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 and gun owners. So this is what I'm talking about. To you know, You're supposed to be out there fighting against anything that's against the Second Amendment, okay? But you make deals and carve-outs to protect yourself, but sell everyone right. else down the river. You know, so like when I was listening to this woman who was saying like Africa has so many human, so many resources and it's got gold and diamonds and this thing and that thing. And why is it in such a bad position in the world? I was like, because of you, because of yourself. (laughs) It's because of you. You if you if you have a mentality that you're willing to sell your own people down the river, you know, this is something like I lived in Africa. I'm telling people my wife is African. And even people in her family, if they get pissed off at you, they will tell you, you, you Americans, you people from the Caribbean, you're the garbage we threw away. She told me that before. Yeah, they said that. Yeah, this is the this is the mentality that destroys us. If we can't see what we're doing, if companies like Springfield Armory can't see how bad that was, instead of coming out and saying this was a horrible thing that we did, we should never, ever again do that. This was really bad. This is not our... No, if you try to explain it, then you're lying to yourself. Therefore, you will never cure yourself. You know, and this is the, this is the thing that I say about a lot, of, a lot of different things. So, like, for me, when I... And I'm just saying this, like, in the light of a lot of things that I see in movies and stuff like that, when it comes to this, it just... It, it pisses me off. 
you know, because yeah. I know that lots of people of African descent fought back against that. What a lot of people don't realize is that in Africa, for example, the fighters, the warriors, you know, they were defeated maybe because these guys came and sold guns to, to certain people. And then those people had a strategic advantage. And then when they won and they captured these villages, they sold them. But you still had the, the, the like, the, you know, these were the real warriors, right, before the guns. They were out there kicking asses. But everything tilted because of this technology. But that didn't take away the fighting spirit. And those people wound up in America and in the Caribbean. And they've actually done pretty well in a world where they grew up and their ancestors were slaves. So if you look at Africa and you see that this is, Africa's beautiful. I would never tell you that. I, I, I really enjoyed my time there. And there's tons of resources and all that. But when people are asking, well, why is Africa messed up? Because you didn't, <laughs> you didn't fight. You didn't do the right thing. That's a sacrifice that was made here in America by not just white people, but those people of color that came over here as slaves also fought to make this a better place. You know, and if you don't actually like realize this and see what's happening, this is what leads to your ruination. You know, it's just like we're seeing now, if people don't recognize what's happening and how they're losing these freedoms little by little, by the time Patrick has kids and they become my kids' age, we're, we're, it's going to be way, way gone over that we're just like slaves. We're going to get up every day and say, okay, what does big brother want me to do? I feel like we're probably, I think maybe, I know for a fact, mine and your generation, Hank, and maybe some of Babyface's generation are going to be probably the last two generations that fight for the second. I, I think not. everybody else is going to stop fighting eventually. They're going to just give up all their freedoms and they're going to go right back to slavery again. Oh, I hope not. I mean, I'm not saying that you're not, that's not true, but I hope not. <laughs> I mean, if you look at the younger, the younger we're getting, you know, down behind, uh, you know, Babyface's age group, the younger they're getting, the less and less they know about firearms mm-hmm. and the Second Amendment. And, the, and the, the more they depend on the government, you know, they, they look at social media and the government like they're God, the Bible, whatever. And so if they see it on the news, then they take it to heart yeah. and they run yeah. with it. But what happens when everyone gets really scared? And I'm not saying this thing that happens is a rational reason for everyone to get scared. But what do people do when they get really scared? Like they did just now with, with this situation, they went out and bought guns. Yeah. But <laughs> the generation behind them is not going to have that same mentality. They, they are already, you know, in a position now to where they don't even know that much about guns. Yeah. Well, obviously, uh, but they went out and bought it, and maybe that's a start. And then the weird thing is, like, I wonder, what, like, what about the people out there playing games? Lots of kids out there playing games. Most of the games, uh, and Patrick, you probably know this better than I do. Most of these games are gun-related, right? Yeah, I'd say for the most part. Shoot-em-ups. Yeah. And when uh, you're playing, most of the people specific playing game. the games are our age, though. Huh? A lot of the people playing the games are our age. That's mm-hmm. not. That's not. There's not a lot of kids doing that. I know, like my kids play those there games. There are kids. Yeah, it's it's. There are kids playing, but when I go online, the most of the people I see online are like late twenties, early thirties, forties, fifties. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because I notice, like, my kids know all about kinds of guns and this thing and that thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they know all about it, and maybe they. So I don't know. There might be something positive that comes out of that because if you play these things. 
in video games, and then as you get older, maybe you actually will get into it and go, oh, you know what? I want this gun. I want to see this. And then when, when you start doing that, you start finding out about the law. Yesterday, we were talking about how even though the number of people flying has gone down, uh, proportionately, the number of people that are getting caught trying to take guns onto planes has gone up. <laughs> right? And they were saying one of the reasons is so many people went out and bought all these guns and have no freaking clue about gun laws. They don't know you can't take it on the plane. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you know? They didn't know about that because they're maybe listening to the media or whatever. And they're like, oh, I could remember the thing we were all talking about in the beginning of everyone buying these guns that people were like, hey, what are you talking about? I have to do a background check. Yeah. You know, what's that all about? What do you mean waiting period? <laughs> Trying to buy them online and have them sent to their houses. Yeah, that's, you know, maybe there's people finding. And yeah, I know some of that's bad, but eventually the, the average person starts finding out about it, just like we did. Whenever, I'm sure if we go through our stories here, when we all started getting into this, we started finding out about the laws, right? You know, if you don't find out about the laws, you're going to suffer. You're going you're gonna to be that guy trying to get on a plane with a loaded gun. Like, oh, what do you mean this is illegal? You know, <laughs> um, Yannick Stoner says he plays PUBG. So there you go. Yeah. I hate that game. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I used to play it. It's so much buildup for like no, I don't know. Hey, they build up for so long and then you die and you feel like you've ooh. wasted so much time. Yeah. You just spent an hour running around trying to grab all this gear. Yep. yep. You get all this gear and you're like, I'm the man. I'm going to go kick somebody's ass. And there's one little <laughs> jackass on the top of a hill with a sniper. I was like, yep. and take your stuff. <laughs> Can they take your <laughs> stuff? <laughs> yeah, take all your stuff. You can't come back until the next game. It's, mm. it's, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, so that soured right. you. That soured you on that. Oh. Yeah. I hate that game. But isn't that true though? But how, but how okay, so tell me this. How realistic is that? It's real. It's definitely yeah. real because that's what's gonna happen if somebody catches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know. I think that's why it pisses me off because if it was real life, I actually would have lost for real. Like I wasn't coming back. Yeah. A lot of the real badasses out there, a lot of the real, like, you know, like, real special ops guys, they know that. They don't even have a lot of shit. I know some of them do. Most of them totally realize, like, hey, I don't have to spend anything. You know? But you know one thing I learned, Hank, mm -hmm. working security in nightclubs, the biggest, most muscled up, most prepared guy that used to come to the club, everybody was like, oh, my God, he's so big, had the softest jaw. <laughs> Everybody was scared of him. They didn't want to fight him, so he never took a real hit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So when he ran up on security, oh yeah, what you gonna do, Mr. Security dude? You popping real good in the joint. Yeah. Down he goes. <laughs> See little Z's over his head. Yeah, yeah. Also, your mask could be used against you, especially if you're not fit. You know, uh, yeah. you got a lot of upper body weight, and but your knees aren't good. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a good thing. You gotta keep them knees. <laughs> My brother's cock strong up top. He looks like two pigs from the waist yeah. down. Leg day. <laughs> Can't be skipping leg day. <laughs> that's how you, um, you know, that's that takes you out real fast. That's how you go out. Let me see. Is there, Let me pull up some other stuff here to get into. Um, I think I sent this to you guys as well. Walther. Um, it's, this, is, this is on Truth About Guns. Walther and other in industry companies are offering... Special pricing to hospital and essential workers. 
Uh, a number of firearms and outdoor industry companies have announced special pricing for first responders, hospital workers, and other essential employees during this COVID-19 period. This from Walther Arms is a way of saying thank you for keeping our country moving during these difficult Oh, I hate during these difficult times. <laughs> and, I'm a, and, and I love Walther. I love Walther. They support the yeah. podcast here. They're awesome. <laughs> Why'd you have to go do it? <laughs> uh, Walther has opened up VIP pricing to all first responders, hospital personnel, and essential workers for them. Okay, uh, I wonder what becomes essential. Uh, this program will run until May 25th, 2020. To qualify for this limited program, you only need to send in a copy of your credentials along with the HEROES VIP form. Over the last several weeks, we have witnessed the countless hours of hard work to keep our families safe and our country moving forward. We have all seen examples of real-life heroes at work. That is why we wanted to extend special pricing for our heroes that have dedicated their time to helping others, said Adam Blaylock, CEO of Walther Arms. Very cool. Shout out to Adam for that. Um, I hope that the dudes working at Walmart are included in that, please. Okay? Because the people <laughs> still going to Walmart to work during this time, even though, you know, we're mad at Walmart. But think about it. If Walmart wasn't open, <laughs> okay? Huh? Oh, Lola says Walmart gave a pay increase. Okay, but what, so, for them. so what, Lola? They can't get, they can't get the Walther deal? Yeah. Okay, Lola. See? Lola's just all happy that she could get the deal. <laughs> but she's not worried about other people out there that can't get the deal. There's like the dude working at McDonald's. Okay, how about McDonald's? Can we give who's been going to McDonald's during these uh these horrible times? Man, McDonald's is that that nah man. They need to get a good belt what they need. They need some good old fashioned discipline in there. <laughs> At least the one over here. Okay, what? Okay, what fast food place have you guys been going to, Babyface? What's been your go-to fast food drive-through joint? I know you're going to Dunkin' Donuts. Don't even front. <laughs> yeah. Well, is that is that fast food? I just get coffee in the morning coffee. from Dunkin'. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. That's our daily. I go there almost every day. That is like my one way of getting out of the house if I'm. <laughs> yeah. So can the dude in Dunkin', Babyface? Can the Dunkin' Donuts dude get in on this Walther deal? I no, I don't think so. But <laughs> really, I don't know. I'm not a who's a VIP. All I can tell you, all I can tell you is you've you've opened my eyes to the fact that Marley's going to have to go sign up for this once I get off this podcast. <laughs> I've always wanted a nice suit gun in the form of a PPK. Oh, uh, yeah, a little stainless PPK. Oh, like, you want uh, that James stainless Bond? joint? Yeah. Oh, I am all about that. I, I think those are sold out. I think those are sold out, though. Get, get out of here! Don't tell me that. <laughs> Go look it up. I don't know. I think it Marley's is. Marley's got to sign up for the thing. Yeah, maybe maybe they're making more of them. That would be a cool gun. That would be a cool gun. Um, I carry the same gun every day, suits or not. <laughs> yeah. What do you carry, Dre? The eight. What is it? A Glock 48. 48. Okay, 48. Okay. Got the S15, 15-round mag, and then I got the backup mag. It's an S15 round with a plus-5 base plate on it. The Glock 48, 9mm. Uh, that's a single stack. That's, yeah. yeah, that's single stack. But uh, Shield Orange makes a 15-round magazine for it. How does it... Do you have those? Do you have some? Yeah. How do they work? Uh, don't, 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 don't. Uh, the magazines you could show. Yeah, that's what I was going to get. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> <right>. Just... <laughs> 
Yeah, we don't want to get in trouble around these parts. We don't I, I, I know, man. Calm down. I got you. <laughs> okay. So, We've had some situations. <laughs> this is the magazine. You see it's all metal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so is it 15 rounds flush fit? Yeah, it's 15 rounds flush fit. And then this one has the plus five on it, and it's, it makes 20. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I think... Uh, that's one downside of Glocks is their polymer magazines add so much thickness to the mag that yeah. now you can get a metal magazine in a 48 for the same ammo as a 19. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's yeah. it's great, man, because they took that polymer sleeve off of there and used that extra space and just made it out of all aluminum. Yeah. And on the front, there was still a little bit of uh, space in there, so they just added a little ridge on the front of the magazine to fill that in. Nice. Okay. And so it, it works perfect, man. Yeah, I've told <laughs> I've told Marley that I want to get a get her a because um, she's she's got pretty small hands. I was talking about picking up a forty eight for her and then getting these fifteen round magazines as like the, her nightstand gun because yeah. she's felt it before and she loved the forty eight. Mm. Um, but yeah, making it from a ten round to a fifteen round with a metal mag is like a game changer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then to put a so you can put like a, a, a flashlight on it. Uh, I got these right here um, that I've been, I just did a video on this. It's a rail attachment, so you can give it a, a 1913 Picatinny round. Uh-huh. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. What happened there? I don't know what happened with uh, some. some Looks like sure. Yeah. Well, he, <laughs> yeah, I think he muted himself. Uh, Brian Me? Quick. Yeah, Brian Quick says 22 people, 22 million people lost their jobs. And Walther gives a discount to people largely still employed. Makes no sense to me. Um, okay, let me just say this. I'm not trying to defend Walther here, but um, it's not their fault that all these people lost their jobs, obviously. Um, but if the people who still have jobs don't buy some stuff, you know, and then they try to give a break to encourage people to buy stuff, yeah, more people will, exactly. lose, will lose jobs. And uh, listen, it would be cool if they gave away some free guns and stuff like that, which they all do. I think most of these companies that I know of, you know, they do giveaways and all that kind of stuff. But I think it's a good idea because when you got people like nurses and stuff that are still having to go outside of the home to go to work. Yeah. You know, they're out here. There's people out here taking advantage of being able to wear a mask and they're robbing people. So, I mean, it's lots of different people. It's the people, you know, everywhere. A brick says that nobody ever mentions the local waterworks guys who are out there all day and night keeping the water on and the sewer gone you know, uh, sewer on. Yeah, that's true. Shout out to those guys. But lots of people out there working. Shout out to the people working in the dealerships and the, there's people working all over the place, man. You know, people keeping your internet on, <laughs> keeping your Netflix going. <laughs> you know, there's people, uh, truck drivers and all that are still out there. I was talking to a truck driver today and he told me in a lot of cases, they're losing money. Like the, the, the price on, uh, and I don't know, we don't have Tyvin. I don't see Tyvin in the chat. To verify this, but he said the price that they would get paid, you know, if you're an independent contractor shipping stuff has actually gone down in a lot of cases, mm. you know, so. Um, uh, OK, Brian Quick says if nurses are creating TikTok videos, then we don't have a pandemic. Right. Um, but if anybody is creating TikTok videos <laughs> or IG or anything like that, then it's, you know, you know. but listen, you got to entertain yourself, so. I mean, that's the flip side of it. So, um, and you know what? I don't mind seeing some cute nurses doing some TikTok videos. 
you know? So, I mean, you know, not going to complain about that. Uh, let's see here. Um, Edward Andrews says, power plant operators, I'm guessing... My magical powers tell me Edward Andrews might be in the power plant business. <laughs> <laughs> Can you, if we really lost the power, that's going to, you know. I mean. People would be eating each other within a week. <laughs> a, a week? <laughs> a, a week <laughs> and without power. Yeah. Yeah. I think that depends on where it is. I think in the South, people could survive a week. We lose power in the South all the time. Imagine, imagine New York City without power for a week. It's happened. It's chaos. It would be chaos, yeah. Yeah. New York is shut down. Well, first of all, subways aren't working. Yep. Power down, subways aren't You're working. You're walking everywhere. Yeah. You let people tell it here in Tennessee, we're still living in cabins with lanterns and stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's still people out there that have outhouses, man. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I can't, I'm trying to remember the last time I came across someone that only had an outhouse, but there are people. Legends say there are dudes out there. <laughs> Who on this panel has ever had to use, like, who's ever lived somewhere where you had to use an outhouse? Come on. Let's see the hands. Anyone? I've, I've done it before, but I don't know. Anyone out there other than me ever had to use an outhouse? Oh, man, you guys are spoiled. You guys are spoiled. You, you, you will not survive the apocalypse if you don't know how to use yeah, you got to know how to build your own outhouse. D- dig a hole in the ground and then... <laughs> right. <laughs> Basically build a closet. <laughs> Put a closet over. Well, you know, we have porta potties nowadays, so... Um, I've Listen, I've had friends that, like, were fixing up their house, and they had to, use, they had to like, hire a porta potty Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Man, have you seen the new porta potties man? No, is there super high-tech ones that <laughs> I don't know about? Yeah, man. Poor I, used work, I, used to, I used to drive Uber, man. We'd be out at the airport, mm-hmm. and in the driver's lot, they had this, uh, it looked like a little trailer. It had a handicap ramp and stuff, and oh, it had the, two doors on the front and one on the side. I think I have seen those, yeah, at the IV8888 shoot. I think they've had, I've seen yeah. those, yeah. Yeah, air conditioning, got a real porcelain toilet what? that flushes, real yeah. sink. <laughs> That's <laughs> wild. <laughs> That's what you need. I need to get me one of those. How much, what do those cost? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they got. Uh, they were remodeling the truck stop around here, and uh, theirs had wood floors in it, and individual <laughs> little stalls. <laughs> That's what we need on the hacienda, babyface. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jake wants to know. Jake Delhome, 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 Delhome. I got it. I got it. Jake Delhome. Listen, there Jake. You, you need to tell us. Am I right? Am I right? Delhome or Delhome? Delhome. Which one? Me and him actually had this in the conversation uh, in your chat a couple of weeks ago. And uh, yeah. we're both like, hey, <laughs> he needs to fix that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jake wants to know, is Big Dre close to Sayreville? Sevierville or Sayreville? I don't know. Sevierville? Sevierville. 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 Yeah, that's right. That's why Hickok 45 of them, right? Oh, that's where I, they are? Okay. I know that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, are you close to there? Uh, about three and a half, four hours. Oh, okay. Then no. That's pretty close. That's nothing. You okay. can do that. That's down the block. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's a, that's a one-day turnaround. Yeah. <laughs> Poe Izzy says, if there was no pandemic during avian flu, swine flu, influenza, or flu, 
then this is definitely not a pandemic. If uh, more people affected than what's known, there's no pandemic, and this was a test. This was easy to make into a pandemic because of all of the movies and books that were already made before it came out. They already had a script to go by. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. Just look at all these movies that talk about this virus. Mm-hmm. I was looking at Black Lightning. They were talking about it. They described the situation with SARS. They were uh, quarantined by the military and the government because of an outbreak of SARS, and they were trying to rebel to get out of it. This is on Black Lightning? Is that the Netflix yes. superhero thing? Season season 8, episode 8 and 9. <laughs> <laughs> okay, very specific. <laughs> very specific. Very specific. Okay. Um, how? What do you think about that show? Is it any good? It's, I love it. I love it. Okay. I haven't seen it. I've been watched eight seasons in a year. Oh, okay. Um, so what do you do on a regular basis? Is the uh, COVID-19 situation affecting what you do? On a no, regular I get to um, I mean, I know no, you have 8 million subscribers, but I'm sure, you know. <laughs> <not sure. laughs> what do you do on a regular basis? Uh, I actually process uh, permits for oversized, overweight truck drivers, or their loads are oversized, overweight. I process the permits so they can travel. Oh, I was state. about to say, if you're an overweight truck driver, you got to get special permits. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Your ass is too fat. You need this permit. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Nah, it's just. If they have big loads, oversized loads, overweight, then that each state has permits. Each permit's different depending mm-hmm. on what type of load. There's one for mobile homes, one for mobile offices, oh, okay. whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, we just process those. Yeah, so has that been affected by all of this or no? Um, it slowed down because a lot of states kind of shut down and kind of tightened up on their restrictions. Mm-hmm. So they had us working from home, and then they cut us down to 35 hours a week instead of 40 hours a week, but it's all good. Yeah, okay. Let me uh, go to some things here. Uh, let me put, throw this one up. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw this. This was in the national interest. Um, this might be the most powerful gun in the world, and Russia has it. Uh, this is the link I sent you guys with this mass. It looks like a tank. Oh, that wasn't a, a tank? Yeah, earlier this month. Oh, yeah, I thought that was a tank. (laughs) I did too. (laughs) This might be the most powerful gun in the world. Earlier this month, well, basically, that's what a tank is, right? A rolling gun. Uh, Earlier this month, the press office of Rostec announced that the first deliveries of the upgraded 2S7M Malka 203mm self-propelled artillery gun have been made. So there you go, uh, to the Russian army. This is the latest upgrade of the 27S Peon, which was developed in the 80s. It was designed. Huh? <laughs> Say that again. What's it, what's it called? Peon. It was, it was developed in the 80s by R. Kelly. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh boy and there it goes <laughs> okay so there you go if you guys want to see the biggest gun I don't know I don't think I could follow that I don't think I could go any further on that one <laughs> oh, babyface killed that one right there <laughs> and that's where that died <laughs> 
No more needs be said <laughs> on that. Um, okay, here's a funny one that I want to get to before um, I totally forget about it here. I know we don't have that much time left. Florida man claims gun found in car belonged to his cousin. Wait for it. John Wick. <laughs> a Florida man. A Flo- I think I said this to you guys. A Florida yeah. man allegedly tried to blame a weapons bust on John Wick, the legendary assassin played by Keanu Reeves in the eponymous movie franchise, according to a new report. You know what eponymous means? I actually don't, and I've heard it used a lot. Yeah. So eponymous is when the name of the thing is the name of the thing. So John oh. Wick is about John Wick. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So um, when the person's name is the name of whatever it is. So. Um, but if you look at this dude's picture, he looks stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like Walter. I know. <laughs> Cops confronted Jetro Gellin. <laughs> Jetro Gellin. Um, at his Port St. Lucie home Sunday after a woman told police he shoved her to the ground and threatened her with a firearm, according to an arrest after David obtained by the smoking gun. The woman told authorities Gellin may have stashed the weapons uh, in his Porsche SUV, according to report. Cops searched the vehicle, found a Glock 21 pistol, a semi-automatic rifle. A bulletproof vest, according to the report, when cops asked Gellin to explain. That's normal. What the Sounds hell? like a normal Friday. Man. Yeah. Uh, okay. When cops asked Gellin to explain, he explained that the SUV wasn't even his anymore. He sold it to his cousin, John Wick, according to the affidavit. He what? later admitted the John Wick reference was a lie. No shit. Go oh, Billy! <laughs> but wouldn't re- would not reveal his cousin's name, authority says. Gellin was arrested for aggravated assault with a deadly weapon and domestic battery. According to report, he's been held in the county jail in lieu of $3,500 bond. I mean, John Wick could okay. do that for you. Just one of those freaking gold coins. Huh? Four people are retarded. Oh, hold on a second now. <laughs> yeah, Jake says that mugshot, though. <laughs> Chris Bullis says, stop making fun of Fred Wick. <laughs> yeah, his name should be Short Wick. Uh, uh, oh, uh, man. What the world? Oh, boy. Why are there so many, like, crazy people in Florida stories that be coming out? Too, it's much, like, son. You know, Too that, much son. You don't end up by California. There's always somebody in Florida. Yeah. yeah. Patrick, you explain this. You're from Tampa. You explain it. <laughs> yeah, see, I swear, sun and part, partly meth as well. Yeah, meth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like the guy that shot, the, the shot and killed the guy, the guy that was, uh, he went in the Waffle House and was buying everybody's that, food. That was in Gainesville. That yeah. was like right down the street yeah, from, that was from Marley and I. Yeah. Crazy. I was like, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah that, it was like Marley and I have eaten at that Waffle House. And dude was just doing a nice thing. Somebody decided he didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, this this may, might be a disproportionate among a number of crazy people <laughs> in Florida. That might be true. Yeah. It might be true. Um, the heat and the humidity and the meth. <laughs> and the meth. <laughs> but mostly the meth, mostly the meth. Uh, I live 10 minutes from the Waffle House that had the shooting here in Nashville. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah. 
Yeah. Damn. Um, I think Waffle Houses are not safe, period. <laughs> you don't say. I, yeah, I just don't like the the idea, the concept of the Waffle House. You got to be real careful, man. You roll up in there, uh, <laughs> you know, don't sit with your back to the door in the Waffle House. I don't do that anyway. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, never sit with my back anyway. Yeah, especially don't do it in the Waffle House, though. You need yeah. to be aware of situations going on. I just like Waffle House because you can see through the whole place, so there's nobody hiding in the kitchen. The kitchen's right there beside your table. You know mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about some psycho in the back coming out. It's often the only place that's open. I mean, I've yeah, it, yeah, at that time of night. Yeah, we've the all truth. had to eat in the Waffle House. <laughs> yeah, I love yeah. it. What's the safe thing to order in the Waffle House? Please don't say chicken and waffles. <laughs> hey, can, I usually get uh, chicken and waffles. You don't eat pork, so I can't help you. Oh, that's true. That's oh, true. that's gold. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Yannick Stoner says, didn't a Florida woman burn down a historical tree while smoking meth? Yes, inside the tree. Yeah, was that in the Keys or something? I think it was in the Keys. She was like, yeah, some author like wrote a bunch of stories in that tree. Yeah, and yeah. Then- yeah, that's in Key West. <laughs> <She's-> <laughs> smoked meth and burned yeah. it to the ground. Mm-hmm. Man, y'all are messed up down there, man. Florida is a hell of a place, man. The dingus, the dingus Florida of America. Florida is a hell of a drug. <laughs> the dingus of America. Listen, you glad you're not from there, Tank. You just lived there. Yeah, I wasn't born here. I wasn't born here like Patrick. He can't, he can't help. <laughs> yeah, I'm a transplant. I'm a transplant. I'm an observer, innocent observer. <laughs> um, although I did develop my uh, human fish theory here in Florida, so... I'm just saying, you, know, you got to give credit where credit is due. So D. Grant said it's the weather. I mean, the water. He the said water. it's the water down there. Yeah. All right. So listen, we're at nine o'clock. We should probably wrap this up here. It's been a lot of fun, man. Time went fast here. Um, yeah. Let's start with Big Dre. Big Dre, tell the folks out there, um, you know, how they can get out and support you, man. Um, I'm on all platforms, Instagram, Facebook, of course, YouTube, Big Dre 357. Instagram is Big Dre underscore three five seven. Um, then you can go to Or Armament on Facebook, uh, Monty Sabali on Facebook, um, Dazzled Mystics on Facebook, and Dazzled is spelled with a H is D H A Z Z L E D. That's cracking. That's cracking. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Dazzled so Mystics many. is where you can get stuff like this and <laughs> like the little trays I saw y'all about uh-huh. uh, shirts and stuff. But we're doing a little bit of yeah. We have Richard Maunder wants to know if meth stops Corona. It stops everything. (laughs) (laughs) And BWE is trying to hit me at the last minute. He says, Hank's a transformer. (laughs) I'm not even even going for the okie doke. I'm not even going for that, BWE. Okay, Babyface, how could people out there support you? YouTube.com slash Babyface P will get you to my YouTube channel. Uh, We're close, getting close to 4,000 subs, and I'm hoping to hit it soon. Yes. Um, So... Yeah. Jump in on this wild train ride that I'm, I've got right. going. Help out a fellow Tamponian. If all the people... If, yeah, if, yeah, I know you guys haven't settled that, what we call people from Tampa. <laughs> but if all the people in Tampa subscribe to you, you can get there. <laughs> I would have a hell of a YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. It's on. <laughs> it's on. Definitely hey. sub- subscribe to Big Dre 357 What's up, Dre? Uh, don't forget, go to BigDre357.com and get you some merch. Absolutely. Hells yeah. Hells yeah. Um, on my part, make sure you guys go to hankstrange.com, sign up for the email list. 
Um, you'll, you'll just search through the site there. You'll find a lot of cool things there on the site. Uh, let me drop the end thing right there for everyone. Uh, make sure you guys subscribe. Smash the thumbs ups. Even though you're in here right now, it's the end. Smash the thumbs ups. We appreciate it. And uh, remember, you can find this on audio, on iTunes, and um, any place that you listen to your audio stuff. And uh, any final words here, guys, before I press the button? Night. Research the gills in your, in, your, in your head. Remember, from the ears, the gills go down there. You've, you've, we've, we've taught you guys something. Don't forget what we've taught you today, please. Um, you know, we've educated the masses, babyface. Big dream. You know, you were here when history happened. Right. We, we are out of here. We'll see you guys. Peace.